Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Alright, it's time for another week of N4G Radio. Episode 431 for May 23rd, 2016. And I got the new, the new regulars in the his house. There you go. I got Drew. Hey, I'm kind of not new. Well, <laughs> the new regulars. Yeah. I guess you've kind of taken over. I've been here six years. Yeah. Well, you kind of took over the K-Dub role. Yeah, we're just gonna, we're just um, working around free agency, making moves. Yeah, it was the next generation. Next generation. Okay, so, and there's John. Yep. Yeah. Yep. A little bit. TNG. TN. Okay. TNG. Oh Jesus! That's what they abbreviated to. You know those trekkers. Do you ever? Yeah, does anybody follow like the history of pictures Twitter, where like they post like historical pictures of people and places? No, no. It's a real I, serious Twitter account. But they also no. tweeted that one Photoshop of the Joker kick flipping over Batman while they were laying there, and that was like that was a Photoshop. But they actually tweeted that out. Well, the the one that cracked me up was um, the this morning they posted a picture of uh, Priscilla Presley, mm-hmm. and ended the tweet by saying Bay AF. And I'm like, uh, man, that's no. Let's not do this. What does that mean? Bay, you know, like Bay B A E. Uh, okay. Oh, for fuck's sake! And so a- she's like a babe as fuck. Yeah, yeah. that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I hate the fact that I even know what that means. I do too. Like I, I just like I want to punch myself because I know that. I can punch. <laughs> I can punch you. Yeah, which I'm sure there'd be a nice little cue for long distance. Reach out and punch someone. But we also have Jay. Buongiorno. That's right. All right. Uh, did you did you get some cream for that itch? Nah, I was. I'll tell you what I was doing last night. Um. I, um. It has nothing to do with cream, so you don't have to worry. Oh, about okay, that. okay. You uh, you raw dog it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's, Jesus just, a, just a bit of spit, it's fine. Uh, so I was on Discord, which is like uh, the chat system, and there's like an Overwatch thing there on Reddit. So it's like our Overwatch Discord channel, and we're watching, and there's like an OGN, like a Korean Overwatch event and exhibition. So I was there at like 3 o'clock in the morning, randomly translating casters for the people that are also watching it at the same time. Until like, up to at about 4 o'clock in the morning, I was doing that yesterday. So yeah, that's Lovely. yeah, that's do you, do you Overwatch. Have, do you have yeah, I have tomorrow. Yeah, well, technically today when the ris- listeners are uh, yeah. yeah, seven so. p.m. Oh yeah, because it's isn't going early or something because yeah. it's something to do with our time, UK yeah. time. Yeah, four p.m. Uh, PDT, seven p.m. EDT. 
Awesome. Yeah. It's still midnight here, I'm afraid. So. Oh well, you gotta wait. Yeah, well, I'm I'm picking it up, but I'm it's getting delivered, so it probably won't be here till I get home Tuesday evening anyway. You getting PS4, right? Yep. Okay. PS4. So yeah, let's not talk about games that are coming out. We'll do that later. <laughs> let's talk about games that are out that we're playing. At least the ones we can talk about. For some reason, I can't talk about a game that came out three years ago on the PC, but that's fine. Of course. That's <laughs> and which fine. one's that? That's hard. Re- you... Hard reset. Oh yes, yes. You yeah. I forget you had that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody wanted it, but that someone here. forgot. Shut up, John. <laughs> I'm only ribbing you. <laughs> Yeah, so for some weird reason that game is embargoed till. There's no difference, is there? I I never played the original. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I don't I don't know. Okay. That's like the Xbox One version of fucking Rocket League was embargoed, even though <laughs> they gave it away for free on PS4. Like a year before it came out. Yeah. On the Xbox One. <laughs> sure. Embargoes are great. We love them. Oh, they're so fucking weird. Anyway, Drew, are you playing anything that's not embargoed? Sure. Okay. So I played and finished uh, Ratchet and Clank, um, and as I said before the show, I think this is probably my game of the year currently right now. That's high praise. I I absolutely fell in love with that game. Like, and, well, and I, the thing was, is it's not that short of a game either. I thought I was close to the end, and then I had like three planets left. I was like, "Geez, I still got a lot more to go." Doesn't drag then. No, um, it's, I, I can't remember, what, like, I did a lot of collectibles, tried to get a lot of them this round, and the great thing is, is, like, the second to the last planet, you find a little secret area that gives you an auto map, and then it shows you where all the collectibles are. Oh, nice. And I was like, now I can go back and do my completionist run of this. <laughs> See, that, yeah. that kind of sucks, because, like, I, I guess I got spoiled by Doom that gives you that power, like, on the second level. Yeah, pretty I, much. I think it's kind of nice that it leaves it towards the end, so that you can then go back, uh, like New Game Plus it. And, and well, yeah, they kind of ha- they even have that. So, like when you beat the story, you unlock Challenge Mode, which is basically it's a little bit harder. So far, I haven't run anything that's more difficult, but it it gives you like a better bonuses. So, like uh, you know, you get the collectible cards, and if you get the gun cards and finish that set, you get the like Omega version of it, and they're more powerful. I stuff. don't. I can't. I can't figure the card thing. I have not. I mean, I've only played about an hour. The card that. thing is awesome. You it's need, fantastic. You need to sort that out. Yeah. Um, I, I'll. I'll fire up now. I'll have. A, I've got. I've got some cards, but yeah. I don't know what you gotta, to do you gotta with work them. to complete the sets because when you complete the sets, you get bonus Bonuses. like perks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was looking through that and I couldn't figure out like what was missing from the sets or. Well, you can I eventually trade in five. Uh, yeah. duplicate cards for, to complete a set. Okay. So you don't have to find them all, you can just complete them. Yeah, so if you get a duplicate, you get five of them, you can choose, so you only have one card you're missing from the set, just trade in five duplicates and automatically get that card and complete that set. And so okay. it's, it's it's really good. I mean, and see, the thing is, is like the perks you get for that uh, for certain sets is like, oh, it drops more cards, so you have better potential of getting duplicates that you can trade in. Yep. So it's one of these, it's like a give and take kind of thing where you're ob- you're always improving your chances of getting stuff that actually improve getting stuff. It's it's weird. It's it's a really good system, uh, and I love the upgrade system for the weapons, the challenge mode, the omega weapons that you get. 
for challenge mode, you have to rebuy them, but it's kind of cool because they're all already powerful. They keep all your stats that you've already unlocked uh, for the for the weapon itself in challenge mode. But on top of that, they can level up even more. They can go mm. up to level, they can go up to level ten instead of five. So you can rank it up even more. You can level up uh, Ratchet's health to level ten or twenty. I can't remember. Uh, it's level twenty, so it goes up even more. You're basically like a badass in challenge mode. <laughs> you, you keep all your progress as far as like weapons go and stuff like that, and it's actually really fun. And especially with that, the, like the whole auto map showing right. me where everything is, it makes 100 percent of that game shit done easier. Oh. Well, um, I <clears throat> excuse me. It's one of those games that it came out just a bit too close to Uncharted, so it's like it's one I want to play. I will play it. Yeah. I need to really because it's it's it sounds like it's like the perfect ratchet game. It's it's fantastic. It's a breath of fresh air for me because you know I've been playing hardcore role playing games and you know shooters and very serious stuff like that, and it's fun just to go back to something that it's arcadey. You know, you're jumping around shooting stuff and and it's colorful and, and it's goofy and you know I love the weapons in it and stuff like that and. It's fantastic. So, yeah, definitely anybody out there who has not played that game, buy that game. Pretty good. And the che- thing is, it's cheap as well. It's like, yeah. it's... Yeah. It's crazy how they released that game, because there's a shit ton of production value in that game. Well, it like, looks amazing. I mean, it's it one of the, really yeah. does. I mean, it's just one of the best-looking games I've seen. Now, Grant, I haven't played Uncharted 4, and I know everybody says that looks amazing. Oh, yes, it does, but, but still... Ratchet, it, Ratchet and Clank looks fucking phenomenal. They're different art styles as well. Yeah, yeah. they both run at 30. Who gives a shit? Oh, shut up, you internet troll. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that that's... You, you have a game like Uncharted, and all they seem to focus on is, oh, but it's not running at 60. Dude, if it, if it don't run at 60, that's unplayable for me. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> some okay. people some people are really like that. It's not it's not them being like an elitist, but some people get certain like motion sickness, and it's not about just running at 30 frames per second. Games that tend to run at 30 frames per second are kind of pushing that boundary for like graphical or visual fidelity, so it actually oftentimes drops below 30, and that's when the real problem happens. When yeah, but the people look at home front. <laughs> but the people on the internet complaining are not the people who get motion sick from it. Uh, there, there's that. I mean, you know how the whole PC master race is with that stuff. Oh, I'm uh, fully aware. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's fair to marginalize everyone that doesn't like playing games at 30. I mean, you, one of your favorite games of the year, this uh, is Doom, right? That's running at 60, isn't it? Yep. It's running on 60. It's running on 60 on consoles, and that's one of the reasons why it flows so well, why it's so fast and it looks so it looks so nice and it plays so smoothly. So you saying that, like, oh, you know, a game runs at 30, it's crap. That's not true, but at the same time, if a game runs at 60, it's probably going to be better in many regards of that sense. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's an I, interesting topic. Well, th- that's the thing, is I'm not the person out there going, it has to be, it doesn't, you know, 60 doesn't matter. Because I'm not going to tell you it's not better. It's better. Okay. There's no doubt about that. But telling me you can't play a game, unless it, it makes you physically ill. Right. If you're just an elitist and you're like, oh, it's 60, no. There's no excuse for that. I should not play any game that's no 60. Fuck you. Right. Not to mention the whole 30 and 60 frames per second matters based based on genres. 
Like, do you need a 60 frames per second visual novel game? No. Does that make sense? Do you need 60 frames per second when you're playing a puzzle game? No. Or a turn-based game? If if a visual novel doesn't run at 60, then that's the developer's fault and I will not play it. Exactly. So (laughs) there's there's nuances to to this controversy, right? And people who will always look at it in a black and white setting are always going to have this misconception about what's what. Oh, absolutely. Man, there's idiots on both sides of the board. Of course. Of course. But, yeah. No, Ratchet & Clank, I don't care what it runs at. That's a fun game. It yeah, runs at really. awesome frames per second. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, and that's one of the things is there's a lot of shit going on screen. I don't think I saw any frame rate dips. It, it has a couple, but it is nothing to talk about. No. Like, rare. that game is very smooth. Yeah. Fucking Insomniac, man. They're just great developers. That's why I pre-ordered that uh, that uh, cheap game they got coming out. Oh, really? Song, Song of the Deep. Song of the, the one Deep. That's, you know, the one that's getting shit on because it's being published by GameStop. Oh, oh wrong. yeah, I know which one that is. is publishing a game. Oh. Yeah, they yep. they're, they're publishing oh. several. You know, they're publishing. Uh, uh, is it Frozen Bites' new game that they're making? Frozen Bites making another one. Yeah. They just released one. Yeah, they're making another one. Mm. Uh, are they, those are the guys that make those isometric games, right? No, trying. Trying. Oh, oh, okay. okay. The Shadwin developer. Shadwin. Shadwin. Yeah. Which I can talk about that now. Hey. Right. Well, you kind of talked about it last week. You just didn't give an opinion on it. Exactly. My opinion is that is an unfortunate um, game. <laughs> that is an unfortunate game. Because it has some really, really cool ideas. And I like the mechanics in it. It reminds me of the old like uh, 2008 Prince of Persia, where you don't necessarily die. You can just kind of rewind time. I really wish I would have loved 2008's Prince of Persia. It looks so cool. I fucking loved that game. Really? You didn't like that? Uh, I just, I got so bored of, it, it, it was just monotonous. The, I the loved it. The cel-shaded one, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, that one was neat, but it, it didn't lack any semblance of challenge or difficulty at all. Cause that, I was fine, but I was fine with that. Yeah. So yeah, it was a thing. That, yeah, that wasn't my issue with it. My issue with it was just it was super repetitive, collecting all those stupid orbs. Okay. I I love that game, and I think that Nolan North did a fantastic job with the Prince. Mm-hmm. They had some really great interactions with each other. Goddamn, Nolan North is everywhere. I didn't like that ending, though. Well, see, I didn't like. I thought the ending was really cool, uh-huh. uh, and then they released a a uh, the DLC thing, the epilogue, uh-huh. and finished that story up, and nobody played it. No. But they did leave it open for a. For a sequel, and I was like, I really wish we would have got a sequel to that game. Hey. I that was one of my favorite games. Everything's left time. open for a sequel anymore, and we're never going to get a sequel to anything. Yeah, I'm still waiting to figure out what happened to Paige at the end of Beyond a Good and Evil. <laughs> I'm you, still are pissed. Are you, are you about really it. though, I, I am. I, I you know how pissed I was when that game ended, and they mm. they throw that little that little teaser at the end of it, right? And they've never finished it. Well, it's, there's multiple ways that game could have ended too, like who survived and yeah. But you always that got that little such? thing with the page. Uh, That's the one that gets me. Like I want to know. I want to know what happened. Maybe maybe that'll continue in that is it Detroit or something. Oh, maybe God. this is in the same universe. Can oh, you God. never know? No. Oh right, that game. The the yeah. one that's gonna suck. What does <laughs> that have to do with Beyond Good and Evil? Yeah. I don't know, man. That guy makes really weird and. Holy yeah, but he's oh, never you're talking, made. You're, 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 thinking, it's, about, you're thinking about two Beyond different developers. Yeah. yeah, 
You're thinking of Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, no. You're yeah. talking about David Cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what In I'm motion. thinking. What are you talking about then? We're talking about no, Beyond Good talking, and Evil. Beyond Good and Evil. Oh, Good with and Jade Evil. Jade and I you're talking Pig. about Ellen Page lookalike. No, I don't care how that game ended. Nobody cares how that game ended. Okay. I was about to say, I was like, wow, you care about that game. She took a peyote trip in the middle of the desert. Who cares? Oh yeah, no, that's no, not well, even, no. We're, that's we're talking not about even. yeah, we're talking about the adventure game Beyond Good and Evil. I blame David Cage for this mess. No, f- I hate David Cage. You should know that. Eh, I like Tavy Rain. Uh, I, I don't mind his games that much, but they are messy. No, you want to know how to do that right? You play until dawn. Until dawn. Yeah, until dawn. Just <laughs> yeah. It, it, Can it, we it, please it, get a sequel to that? I want. You did get a sequel. It's for the PlayStation VR. Fuck that. <laughs> That that's the thing, but I like that's the, I I totally want it to be like this weird like chronology. Just have something completely different this time. They're I don't know fighting vampires or something. I don't know. I don't care. Hey, spoilers. Well, there's no there's no I'd, vampires I'd, in there. You know you know what game I'd like them to make now? Make a supernatural game. Supernatural. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. The, the immediately. Yeah. Whatever they revealed. You know what's going on, and until dawn, I was like, <laughs> I know what that is because I watched Supernatural. See, Sam and Dean should show up in the middle of Until Dawn too. There's tons of things that I've played and watched on television. I'm like, dude, the fucking Winchester brothers would beat the living. Sh- this would be one episode, and <laughs> the entire series would be ended if the Winchester brothers showed up. The Winchesters know? should be DLC for the new Castlevania. There you go, Sam and Dean Winchester. Who's not well, down for that? Well, those characters, having having watched like seven and a half seasons of that show, I can say they basically beat the devil. They like beat all the angels. They beat like some mythical creature from purgatory. There's nothing they can't do. No. When they die, it doesn't matter. If they go to hell, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters in that show because they're just basically gods and the writers are lazy. Lazy. They, they are prophets of God. Drew? Stop! Stop trying to justify really sloppy and bad writing. Okay? That's no. You know no. it's true because nothing matters in that show, man. Everything goes wrong. People die, and then the very first episode of the next season, everything's back. Everything's back. Do you ever think uh, that was God what the show's it. about? Uh, well, it does have that whole repetitive. But once you get too meta on yourself, and then you just keep doing it anyway, and then laugh at yourself, saying that it's meta, it still doesn't make it right. You haven't seen you haven't seen the musical episode yet. Have I not? No, no. It's in season it's in ten. Season ten. Ah, I tell you what, I just caught up because there there's only one episode left this season. No, uh-huh. and they finally did it, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay, sure. A character that I've been waiting to show up in that show has showed up in that show. I like, never thought they'd do it. A character that. W- that we have seen or have never seen. Well, ever. that's the thing. You have seen them, but you didn't know who they were. Well, you thought you knew who they were. Yeah. But that's not who they really were. Okay. They were somebody else. All right. I, I have a feeling I know who it is then. It's crazy. Okay. It's good, though. We have one episode yeah. left. I, I'm going to wait till it hits Netflix to watch season 11. Yeah, I caught up on all my CW shows the other day. I'm uh, so behind on The Flash. I, I caught up on the Flash, and the Flash is starting to eat upside its own ass. Is that it? It's I'm like, okay, this is still good, but you're really starting to eat yourself into a corner. Oh yeah! And the last I, episode I saw, <clears throat> I was like, no. 
No. I, I mean, I, I don't know, but I mean, eventually we're going to lead to Flashpoint Paradox. I think, I think they've already looped around that. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you because they make it even worse in the last... Because you remember I told you last time, I was like, they're starting to get a little too much into the time travel to get confusing. Well, that's not good. They, like, went full 400 miles an hour over mm. the last five episodes. Oh, boy. It's getting a little ridiculous. I will, I will continue to not watch this show. Thank it's you. a good show. It, it is. is. I like it, yeah. But yeah. It, it, you've got to be careful when you do that because... Time travel's tricky. Well, here's the thing. In the last five episodes, they've time-traveled to time-travel places they've already time-traveled to. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's when you stop. Yeah. 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 So they're, they're, they're back to the future part two in this shit. Yeah, a little worse than that. Okay. Well, I just started... Well, I say just started. I, over this week, managed to start and get all through season one and two of Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's a good show. Um, I, I've kind of attempted to watch it a couple of times, getting to like the third episode each time and, and sort of quitting out. And I tell you what, I'm, obviously I'm not going to spoil anything, but <laughs> do oh, I tell you what, I was not ready for what they pulled towards the end of the first season. That was amazing. Proper just, good show. I just could not get in. I got like halfway through the first season. I was like, this is fucking oh, It gets so much better. It's, it, it is a good show. Um, I've I've enjoyed it more as it's gone on, um, but I don't think it has a future. I don't know. They've they've given season four's obviously already been um, uh, greenlit, and I wonder if I, no, I don't want to say anything because again, spoilers, so I won't bother. But it's something they're doing with the movies or aren't doing with the movies may tie into what they do with Shield, and that will be quite interesting. But uh, I didn't like the second season as much as I liked the first. It was still good, and there were some really great characters, especially the character played by Carl uh, McLaughlin. I thought he, that was a brilliant character. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And now it's I've just started on season three. Uh, which... Season three has the best episode in that series. Okay, how because far it's, through? It's, I'd probably say it's about maybe halfway through the first half. Okay, because it's a bit weird over here. I've got it on iTunes, but it can't. It's not in sync with you guys. It's a couple of weeks behind. So well, it, it just ended. So you you've got plenty. Yeah, yeah. But there's an episode that's unlike anything else that show has done. And, okay, and it won't be hard to pick it out. It's oh okay. But well, is it kind of like the TV episode from Supernatural kind of deal? Ah, uh, no. It's not self-referential or anything like no, that? No, S.H.I.E.L.D. is not self-referential at all. I was surprised at the actual amount of previously on Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because kind of most shows go down a you know monster of the month or procedural route. But once you get kind of um, maybe nine or ten episodes into season one, it's that constant story going through with various threads being added and removed as it goes along. I find that quite interesting nowadays because you don't see that very often. Yeah. They, they open up a storyline um, later on and that's that first episode of that. Oh, yeah, I'll look for, I will look forward to that. I am just very, very gutted that Car- Castle got cancelled because I'm uh, very upset about that. But now I've got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, uh, it's, it's good. I, it's better than I thought it would have been 
based upon the f- first couple of attempts that I tried to watch it. Um, the character—it's really weird. They d- I don't do that. I don't think they do really good character development in the first sort of seven or eight episodes. It takes a while to you to kind of warm to to the the main characters and in the cast, and then obviously batshit sh- stuff goes crazy and. It just blows your mind. I'm so pleased with that show. Is Chung Lee still in it? Yes. Okay. I take it you mean... The woman uh, who played Chung Lee in the Street Fighter movie? Is that her? You're talking yeah. about... You're not talking about Kristen Kriak who played Chung Lee in the movie. No, because she's not in it at all. No. She was in Smallville. Yeah, she's in yeah. No, I'm talking you're about You're talking the about the original Street crappy movie. Street Fighter movie. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about what's her name? Ming La- Ming Lang Ming Na Yen. Yeah, Ming, Ming Na. Na Yen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's right. in it. <laughs> Did you just say that the original crappy Street Fighter movie is the crappy one and The Legend of Chung Li is the good one because No, no, no. no Drew, I never, I <laughs> never said The Legend of Chung Li was the good one. Uh-huh. They're both crappy. Yeah, they're both crappy, but I can actually watch Street Fighter. That's because that's because it's 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 up its own ass. That's because it's got Raul Julia in it. It doesn't. Neither one of them are good. One of them is just more hilarious. (laughs) They're both terrible, terrible, terrible films. Well, Kristen Kriak is a terrible, terrible. I hated her on Smallville. Yeah, she was rubbish in Smallville. Oh, that was the one thing I hated about Smallville was her. I'm like, Mm. can't Superman just, like, kill her or something? She (laughs) hasn't done jack shit, has she? No, everybody that left Smallville to do other things has completely flopped. Well, except for Jimmy Olsen. Well, okay. But that's his brother. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not Sean Ashmore, is it? Yeah. And his brother No, it's done, his brother. But his brother's been in multiple shows and stuff. Well, so has uh, um, Michael Rosenbaum, but they haven't been a hit. That's true. No, I haven't seen him since Smallville. He's he, got that. He Didn't he have like a new show where he was like a priest or a preacher or something? I don't know. He did the voice for the guy in Dark Sector. He, also he does, does a lot of voice work. He, he, did, he does the voice Flash. He, he, does, he did the voice for um, the, the severed head boyfriend in Lollipop Chainsaw. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. He also does The Flash on Justice League. He does, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, Which is kind of funny. Lex Luthor plays The Flash, but yep. whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we were talking about video games. I don't know. Were we? Were we? Were we? Oh, video games. <laughs> Damn video games. That was, a, that was quite the tangent we went on there. It happens. Yeah, yeah. sorry, my bad. I like TV tangents because, you know, damn it, I like some TV. I do okay. too, but, you know, they need to stop making shows. This is true. <laughs> well, <laughs> if I looked at the old um, list of, because it's, it's this season, is where it's a time of year when things get cancelled or things get renewed, and the amount of stuff got cancelled. I'm thinking there's a long stu- list of stuff. Stuff that I'll, like, I miss. Stuff, stuff I never watch. Stuff I, I will miss. Um, and then I looked at the stuff that's like this is getting a new season. There are three TV shows about time travel that are starting this year. And they've all I think they've all got time in them. It's like timeline and time after time and something else it's like seriously i bet they're all produced by jj abrams uh they're, they're probably all either cw or um ABC. no 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 cw's doubled down on superheroes in case you yeah. hadn't heard they moved supergirl to the cw and now she has a, actually a fighting chance so now there's four superhero shows on the cw mm-hmm. wow they might as well just call it the sw 
Jesus. And then, like, they're Supernatural, and then, like, I think they got some other stupid, like, tween vampire show. The Vampire Diaries? I think that's still running, right? That is still running. Like, I don't know, you know what that is. Their so. lineup is essentially four nights of superheroes and one night of Sam and Dean. There you yeah. go. That's the CW. I saw, um, there was, <laughs> they were at, like, they do a bunch of, like, Comic Cons and stuff, and, uh, uh, Jensen Eccles said, uh, we would like, because Vampire Diaries is apparently supposed to be ending. He said, I'd like the final episode to be the Winchester show up to the town. Oh, that'd be final good. Episode. Yeah. That'd be so good. I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah, I would totally do it. I've never watched a single episode of Vampire Diaries, but if it was yeah, <laughs> yeah. the final episode of that. I'm, I'm kind of curious because they, they've confirmed that um, all four of the superhero shows are going to have a crossover that's four episodes long. That's insane. Oh, that's getting a bit silly at that point. That's well, it makes sense. Track off. Well, it makes sense because they're all... Well, if you watch Flash and Arrow, they already do that. But and, I don't. And I Legends of Flash. Tomorrow... Legends of Tomorrow is a spin-off of Flash and Arrow. Yeah, and but I watch one of them. And how important is it that you watch the others to get what's going on in the crossover? Well, step it up. Watch them all. I, I, ain't got, I, I hate to tell you this, John, but never read a comic book because that's all they ever do. Yeah. Uh, good point. <sighs> Shit happens in some other comic that you've never read, and it affects the comic that you do read. Oh, come on. It's not, it's not any different than Marvel. How many references do they make to the movies and the TV shows? Um, um, comics in general not so have, many. have that problem. Oh, they do too. Yeah. They went through the entire first season of Daredevil referencing the events that happened in New York. Yeah. And if you've never seen the movies, you have no clue what they're talking about. No. But everyone's seen the Avengers can. Well, of course, because it's, you know, it's, it's fucking Marvel. Every, everyone's seen it, yeah. I've actually had a Marvel movie marathon with my girlfriend recently. We watched all of the Avengers, Captain America, uh, so, Age of Ultron, and Ant-Man. That's nice. That's, that's a lot of movies. A lot of movies. It is. And you know what? Just like me, she thought Ant-Man was the best out of all of them. You should see Deadpool. I've already Deadpool. seen Deadpool. Deadpool, Deadpool is the best so Marvel good. movie they've made. It's not even Marvel. Yeah. I saw um, the X-Men uh, this week. Oh, they, I heard it's bad. It's not bad, but it's not, it's not as good as Days of Future Past. They, they, I think they kind of... It seemed very much to me like they were trying to uh, uh, please like the tween group. So all of a sudden oh, these characters... I don't want to do that. <clears throat> these characters that you know and love, like... Uh, Jean Grey, you know, who was previously, you know, Famke Janssen uh, in the old movies and Scott Summers are suddenly, like, late teens, early 20s youngsters. And it it's takes like, place in the 80s, right? It does, it does. <clears throat> it does retcon some... St- well, I think Days of Future Past allowed them to retcon some stuff, so... <laughs> Comic book oh. movies retconning things? No way! Oh, I know. They, they made the uh, third X-Men movie never happen with the Days of Future Past. They, which is they a good did, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think the and fans made that movie never happen the weekend I, it I, came I, out. That, that I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of glad they did. So. Yeah, that's a pretty bad <laughs> movie. That's a fucking horrible movie. But it's... The, 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 I'll put it this way. The best part is literally the three minutes Wolverine's in it. So is anybody in the movie besides Olivia Munn? Um, you've got she's the only one I've seen in the trailers and the posters and the interviews. That's because she's got big tits. But it's, no, but I'm just uh, saying I didn't see anybody else like for the advertising of that movie. You've got the 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 redhead from Game of Thrones, uh, Stanza Stark. Yeah, yeah watching uh, the fact that I watch Game of Thrones means that I hate the Phoenix. 
Because mm. I hate that character in Game yeah, of Thrones. Yes, she's, and she's no better in this. She's um, a terrible actress. Uh, Jay Law's on. Uh, Jay Law's in there, obviously. Michael Fassbender. Who? None of the other. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Fassbender. I'm um, sorry. Did you do, did you just make fun Jay of Law. tweens and then make a tween reference? Yes, I did. The fuck is wrong with you? Um, and Go it's up. got it's got um, uh, Hugh Jackman there, but it's characters like Scott Summers and Jean Grey and uh, Storm. They're all new new younger actors, actors and actresses. You know, Deadpool perfectly summed up how I feel about the X Men movies. When when Colossus is dragging him, says I'm taking you to see the Professor Xavier. He says which one? He's like McAvoy or Stewart. I get these confused. <laughs> he's uh, even I was quite to say he doesn't. He's not in there that much either, and he's not as uh, he's his acting isn't as good as it is uh, in his other films. He's I think he's a pretty stand up actor. Um, Fastbender probably steals the show, oh, uh, but uh, it is it's an X Men movie that seems Fastbender. Fast Banda. Fast Banda. Everybody makes fun of him, but I. He's a bloody good actor. He's a, he's a really good actor. I, I, I think really he's like him. He was like, great I in. I loved him in Inglorious Bastards. He was oh, great okay, in yeah. um, but, uh, Prometheus. Yep. He's I good in everything. That. That's a great the only thing. The only thing he's bad in is Jonah Hex. I'm sorry. You watched Jonah Hex? I, I have seen Jonah Hex, and he's in it. He has ah. a. A terrible Irish accent, which is bad because I think he's part Irish. But it's um, that's the only bad film I've seen him in. But it's you know, it's a shame that film could have been a lot more. But it seems to be trying to pander to youngsters, not actual X Men fans. John, I was looking forward to seeing this movie next weekend, and now I'm kind of down on it. Thanks, John. It's, it's, Thanks. It is worse. It's the worst out of the three. I'm not saying it's, it's not as bad as three, but it's the worst out of the new trilogy. Oh my god, they need to stop. Just stop. Please just stop. Never never stop. Oh my god. It's, um, it's, now, you know what? There is a joke that makes a very funny reference, but I'll leave it for people to see it when they see it. All right. I don't, I don't know if I'll ever see that movie. No, no. Anyway, video games. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Drew, do you have anything else you played? Uh, yeah, I started up uh, Legend of Heroes: Trails of Cold Steel. That sounds like a sounds like an anime porn. Um, well, there's no porn yet, but it's most certainly anime. Cold mm. steel, steel. I've got balls of cold steel. <laughs> oh, well, that's, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now, um, I've probably maybe three hours into it so far. The only thing I, I like the combat system. Um, and I, I really like it's almost like a pseudo materia system yeah. that you put you put gems in and stuff like that. Um, I like that. But the one thing that gets on my nerves, and I mentioned it on Twitter yesterday, why why, why am I in a cutscene and everybody is talking and has voices, but then my character talks and does not have a voice? It's, it's jarring because it's so, so fucking jarring. In some cutscenes, he actually does have a voice. And in other cutscenes later down the line, you're gonna find like it's gonna be voiced like completely, entirely, except for like two lines, for no reason. It's like they forgot to put the files in the disc or something. It was it's like weird. originally I, when it started doing that, I was like, did, did they like lose that voice actor or something? No. I was like, did, did he only come in for like a day and record a few voices <laughs> or? Something? I was like, because I was seriously, I was like, something happened in production here. That's what I was thinking, but that was it, so weird. 
It is. But you'll get you'll get used to it. Uh, how do you like the characters and uh, the setting so far? I like it. It's it's kind of like you got this ragtag group of people from all these different walks of life. You got nobles mixed in with commoners, and there's obviously some tension there between two of them. And it, it's good. I mean, they still have some of the dumb tropes, like the one girl who is obviously going to be the love interest of the main character. She doesn't have to be at all. Oh, okay, so you can choose. You can choose. Yeah, you can choose whoever. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I actually have my eye on somebody. Is it the girl with the glasses? Bingo! Damn right! Because she's so sweet. Yeah, she's really nice. Yeah. Oh because, my god! Because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> do you do you have a big body pillow? <laughs> if they make hey, it. you know his birthday's coming up. We can just you know get. I'll together. bring it together. I'll, I'll ship one over from Japan for you. Yeah. I don't know. It just goes to show you how good that writing is because it, yeah. it, it makes you actually care about all this. And everybody has like their own personality and stuff. It reminds me a lot of Persona. Did you uh, go to your own uh, for first field event yet, where you got to go into the world and like see like someone's like like city and where they live and meet their like family and, and no, that's up? I think our first field mission's coming up. I like I just I I passed out everybody's notebooks and we had our first free day uh-huh. as they call it. So and then they're like, oh, we got a big mission coming up next week, kind of thing. So yeah, you you have missions. You actually have like exams based on things that you learn, and based on how well you do these missions, like there's sometimes there's multiple ways of doing a like a, a completing an objective. Sometimes you can go like the extra mile to do something extra in order to like get the best best situation, best ending, kind of for that particular mission. Then you actually get graded for that, and your grade for that semester actually pertains to your overall grade as, as a class. And that'll actually determine a lot of the way like your student body uh, will like view you as like as like your own class because you're supposed to be kind of this standout experimental group, right? Right. So they're all looking at you with certain ex- expectations and based on how well you perform, that'll actually change with your interactions and the things that you end up doing later down the line. So keep that in mind. How long is this game, Jay? Uh, something around 40 hours or so. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Like, would, it, would it be as long as Persona 4 or, or a lot shorter? No, no. It's just shorter than Persona 4, but uh, okay. it's it's long enough. And like I said, once you finish this game, you'll be dying to play too. Well, yeah. If, I mean, if they keep up the writing the way it is, I mean, everybody's oh, yeah. personality gets, and stuff. It's, it's really it gets, good. It's it I mean, real good. Like, character development in that uh, game is superb. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, there's a lot of mechanics, though. It's great. <laughs> Holy crap. So, yeah, but uh, now nah, we're going to be doing that for Phoenix Down. Um, and uh, I think that's about it. I've played Shadwin. I haven't talked about it. I said it was an unfortunate game. Um, it, it, it just, they have some really great ideas in there, but it's poor execution. I played a game like that this week. Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it, it's sad. I feel like this game needed like six months more development time. I played a game like that this week. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, you can go ahead and get into it because I think that's all I've played. Okay. Besides Doom multiplayer with you. Yeah, you did. Dude, that's like, that's Quake that's 3 Quake, Arena. Yeah. yeah, I'm totally down for that. Yeah, I was having a good time. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then we like, we played too much of it and I was like, I was getting pissed off. I was like, what the fuck? This guy should be dead by now. See, you yeah, know? you just gotta, you just gotta be like, who cares? Whatever. Like, just... That's true. But I, I have yet to get the demon and I want to be the demon in the Oh game. my god, I've been the demon like four times. Super yeah, fun. I can't do it. I can't. Everybody who, who, gets who, to it. Who are you taking as your demon? I've got, um, you should have two one. of them unlocked now, right? Yeah, I've got the second one. 
I can't remember what it is. Well, did you switch to that one, or are you still using I, that? No, I switched to that one. Okay, you, you should probably just stick with the Revenant. He's better. Yeah. The jetpack and the rockets. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good stuff. Especially since you like rockets so much. I do like my rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. Rocket launcher, super shotgun, all day long, baby. Oh, my God, shotgun, 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 so good. <laughs> I love it. There's two shotguns in that game, and they're both yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah, but the super shotgun is like... Well, super shotgun is old school. Instant death, you know? <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have the... In, in the single-player campaign, it doesn't have the extra functions. Yeah, it also doesn't range. It have his range. No, but when you fully upgrade it, you shoot two shots before you have to reload. It's fucking glorious. Yeah, well, the... um. Was it the um, in the multiplayer? It's all automatically fully upgraded. Yes, yes. So, oh man, love my doom, love my doom. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I can go ahead and go. Sure, I played a Ever? lot of shit. Sure, why not? I played Homefront. That was mm-hmm. that was the game. I was, game of the year. I was that's, referring that's right. to when Drew said that there was a game that had cool ideas but poor execution. That be Homefront. Drew said there was a game that felt like it needed six more months. That's Homefront. Mm. But Homefront's been in development for like five years. So yeah. this game just screams that it needs it because like, when you beat the game, there's a note from the developer. I don't know if you've seen this floating around the internet. Uh, yeah, I have. It basically pops up and says, yeah, we know this game had a lot of trouble development and blah, blah, Like essentially like apologizing. Which is not a good thing to put at the end of your game. No, and then he went out and made a comment saying, yeah, the game's not where we wanted it to be. And why'd you <laughs> ship it? Yeah, they don't Damn. release it. Release dates are release dates, aren't they? So, Homefront's Revolution is, is an open world, um, like a revolution game, well, lack of a better word. Um, you're essentially like liberating areas um, to take over bits of the map, to... You know, push forward your attack against, uh, I can't help but feel racist when I say this, but they call them Norks. <laughs> Which in, has a very different meaning in the UK. Yeah, they call them Norks. What does norks. that mean in the North UK, Koreans. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what they call them in the game. I don't think they ever actually refer to them as North Koreans. They just call them Norks. Uh, that's funny. On so many yeah, ones. that's the derogatory term they use in the game. They call them Norks. Um, sure. So, you know, you're trying to push back and, and take back your your city. It takes place in Philadelphia. And that's what I like about the game, like the open world structure and the stuff that you're doing. The problem is, is that it's all executed absolutely terribly. I've heard it's very Far Cry 3 and 4-ish in its I was about um, to say, approach. What you were, yeah, what you were describing, it sounded like you were talking about Far Cry. Yeah. Modern, you know, modern setting Far Cry, not jungle Far Cry. Right. And that's a shame that nothing else works on this, because that that would interest me. Actually, the, the coolest, and it's so dumb, the coolest thing about this game is the weapon system, the upgrade system. So, if you played Crisis 2, yeah. and I think 3, like, you know how you would go into that mode where you pull your gun up, then you can make the upgrades on the fly? Yeah. This has that. Okay. So you can pull your gun up, you can put new scopes on it, and you can actually change it. So, like, once you unlock upgrades for the rifle, you can switch it to a shotgun or a sniper rifle or an assault rifle That's by cool. simply pulling up the gun, hitting the right bumper, and switching between the different ones. You know, you'll watch him take it apart and do all that stuff. It's cool. Um, unfortunately, the shooting feels like garbage. 
Mm. Um, it's slow, and when you aim down the sights, it like covers most of the screen, making it almost impossible to see the enemy you're trying to shoot. Um, Not good for a f- FPS. No, no. The shooting is very bad. Uh, and then topple that on top of the fact that the enemies shoot you twice, and you're almost dead, and there's no real good feedback that you got shot. Um, so there were a lot of times I was in a firefight, and I just, like, you know, flopped over. And it was, like, critically injured, and then you respawn. Hmm. Um, they clearly know this is an issue, because there's no penalty for dying, except that you lose your salvage. Okay. Um, and salvage, essentially, you collect throughout the world, and you use it as currency. You turn it in, and it turns into money that you can use to buy upgrades. And when you die, that's what you lose. In fact, if you were working on, like, liberating an area, if you go back to that area, everything you did will still be done. Oh. So any enemies that you killed or, you know, anything that you progressed in there is still done. It's like nothing changed. Well, that's good. It would be if liberating areas was actually difficult. You can literally just walk into the area, run straight to the objective, and hit it. Oh, you don't have to kill everybody there? No. And in fact, as soon as you turn the switch, everybody just disappears. Oh, that's nice. Wow. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's not hard at all. Like it's it's more of it makes everything more of a chore because you can just run in, flip the switch, and it's yours. So you know you just got to run between place to place to do that. Um, and it sucks because there's a lot of cool things in there, like. Like, if you're seen and there's these drones flying around, the drones will, like, tag you, and then they'll send this big, like, blimp after you. And as soon as the blimp hits you, like, you're on the radar until you can get away from that blimp. And it's a really cool feeling. It just... Everything surrounding it just breaks it. The bad shooting, the poor visuals... The fact that the frame rate is god awful. Mm. <laughs> 15 frames uh, per second at some levels, I heard. 15's good. Oh, God. That's not that's, that's bad. bad. Because, yeah, that is not great. Because let's talk about the other issue the game has. So, it saves very frequently. Okay. Uh, like every time you pick up a collectible, every time you liberate an outpost, it saves. After you get so far into the game, when it saves the game locks up for a solid 5 to 10 seconds every time it saves. What? Yep. What? You know how, like, sometimes when you save a game, you'll get that little hitch, like, oh, yeah. I'm saving. Yeah. Or, like, quarter of a second. Yeah, this is, like, 5 to 10 seconds. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> this that game sounds is... like Poker Night at the Inventory 2 on the PlayStation 3 was like that. So I played mm. this game for two hours, because uh, I, I didn't review it. I, I don't I don't want to put that out there that I didn't play enough to review it, whatever. Um, and there were so many glitches, bugs, and issues that I just cannot bring myself to play it anymore. Hmm. Um, I finished liberating an outpost once. Um, and if you want to see this, I recorded it and put it on my feed on, on Xbox Live. It spawned me inside a wall after liberating the outpost. I couldn't move. So how do you... Can you... I had to quit the game. Quit the game and go back in? Yep. This was after I did something I was supposed to do. Yeah, this this game sounds like a catastrophe. That's putting it nicely. Yeah. And it's not even that fun to play. 
That's the bigger issue that I have. Like, because there's cool ideas there. If the shooting was better and the performance was better, I might recommend this game. But it is broken. Yeah. So many levels. Makes me sad. Uh, anyway, I uh, finished Doom. Yep. Still love that campaign. I actually went back and I'm slowly 100%ing every level. Because mm-hmm. I love that game so much. Tooled around with Snap Map. That's a cool thing. Uh, I'll be very interested to see what people do with that over time. Uh, and then, like Drew said, we played some multiplayer, and that's a really fun diversion. Um, combat in that game is just so much fun. I, yeah. I really don't care where I'm doing it. It's fun to do it. You know what it reminds me of? Because it made me think of it. Um, and it's a bad comparison because this is actually good. Um, but it reminds me a bit of Prey's multiplayer. Do you remember Prey? I I do remember Prey. I that was one of the first games I got a thousand achievement points in because I did all the multiplayer stuff. Yeah, but that multiplayer it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Yeah, because Prey's multiplayer was fairly, fairly similar to um, to Quake and Quake and yeah. stuff like that. It's fast and it's got really stupid weapons. Yeah. So and I'm That's... kind of getting into the customization a little more than I probably should. Like, uh, what of the weapons and stuff? Of your armor. Armor. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. And there's a lot of options for your armor. Yeah. Tons of different colors, different types of like different types of paint that you can use. Yeah. There's like four tabs of different styles, like demon style, marine style. It's it gets pretty deep. Like yeah. the characters look and that's what's cool is like the characters look really different. But then when you get into the match, it's not hard to differentiate people because they, they color them. Yeah. So there's a blue team and a red team. Which is kind of weird because everything's team-based. Why don't they just have a free-for-all? Yeah, they need a straight deathmatch. Could you imagine the insanity of a straight, like, 16-player deathmatch in that game? That's classic. I mean, that's... Well, not really. Is that is that fun, though? Like, that's going to be like 90% of the time is going to be you trying to kill someone else and someone kills you. That's yeah. gonna be the whole cycle. Is that is that fun? I don't know. I, I, mean, I that's I grew up playing Quake. Yeah, uh, you get blindsided everywhere and just get killed and pick yeah. off people that's lower. Yeah, health. but when you snipe that dude from across the room with the the fucking the oh god, what was it called in Quake? The uh, railgun. Railgun. Oh man, railgun one's really awesome. That was, see, pe- you know, people nowadays like I no scope that sh- motherfucker. That's all Quake was. Yeah. I know scoped <laughs> everybody in Quake. There was, there was no scope. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to measure that dot on a pixel, son, and account for lag. Hey, oh yeah, fifty-six K, man. <sighs> man, I love Quake, and and that's what Doom feels like. Um, I can't talk about hard reset for some weird fucking reason. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not under embargo. I played that game about three years ago. I can talk about it if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to talk about it, the three-year-old game, man, you go right ahead. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a very basic game. It's, it kind of has an arcade feel to it. But you're fighting a lot of robots and stuff. I, 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 I wonder if I'm allowed to nod my head, like in uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. You don't you don't want to give away anything. Don't spoil thinking. hard reset. Yeah, man, it's a very narrative driven experience. As uh, you know, no, as I'm sure the people. No, it's not at all. No, no, narrativeness. The cutscenes, very the cut mediocre scenes, game. Yeah, the cutscenes play out during the loading screens. If that tells you anything, I do. I do like the sword though. 
the I, melee weapons. I think I can say that out of embargo, right? Probably. It's kind of weird they don't give you that to like the fourth level. Well, they do give you a lot of weapons. It just well, it's no, they give you, you they give you they give you two weapons, Jay. Wait, uh, they give you two you... weapons, and then you you unlock attachments to them. Oh, okay, that's what I was thinking. Of that before. was such a weird system. Mm-hmm. Like you get like a plasma gun, and you get a standard gun, and then like you can change the standard gun to have shotgun or machine gun or grenade launcher. Re- Got to recycle, man. It's Think of the environment. Weird. It's weird because like switching between them, I wish was better. Like on the console, you have to like hold the button down and select from the weapon wheel. Mm-hmm. I wish you could just tap the button to switch between them. So I didn't have to go into a menu every time I wanted to switch between a mean machine gun and a and a shotgun. I think that was easier on PC. I think I, I'm sure it was. I'm sure there was like number keys or something for it. But like, why not just let me tap? Yeah, exactly. That, that this doesn't make any sense. Anyway, yeah. I've probably said too much. Yeah, it did. <laughs> now we're blacklisted. Can thanks. No. <laughs> anyway, um, I played another anime fighting game. Uh, what's the new one? That there's a the new one, just, one. Yeah, the new one just okay. came out on Steam. Who is this game for? It's for anime people. It's it's only on Steam. Yeah, it's based off of a, a, a visual novel called Kuhime Muso. I believe that's an iroge means it's kind of has like mature content in it. Okay, well, the game doesn't. I mean, if that makes you feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. But, like, if you put this game, like, side-by-side side with, like, something like Nitro Plus Blasters, mm-hmm. I don't think you could tell me which one was which. It's a eh. two... It's a th- well, you probably could. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. speaking from a generalization. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. It's It's an anime fighting game with nothing but chicks in it. <laughs> it, it has like the characters and, and Drew played Nitro Plus Blasters it, you, you pick like a side character with you yeah, and they can come in and attack and that's pretty like it's basic as hell so it, it uses a three button system with a special attack as the fourth button um, and like it uses EX moves so like if you press two of the buttons then you do the EX version of that move mm-hmm and every button does the same move. So say, for example, you've got like a dragon punch motion as one of your moves. You can press any of the three buttons to do that move. doesn't matter. Um, and every character only has three moves that I can tell. It's very simple. Huh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about that game. I haven't seen it in like tournaments and stuff like that, so I don't I, know if I it's I would good. be shocked if this game was in Because literally you pull up the command list. And usually command lists have, like, pages. This just has one line, three moves, one special, and then a second special. Hmm. So you're, you're saying it lacks depth, I guess? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely lacks sure. depth. Uh, and that's why I'm trying to figure out who it's for. Uh, fans of that game series, I guess? Do, do you even know what that is? Uh, I haven't played it, no. I'll, I'll read you the description. Sure. Um, it's a reimagining of the romance of the three kingdoms where the majority of the characters are girls. There you go. <laughs> and of course it says, we'll draw in beginner and veteran players alike. 
I'm, I'm going to say no, because veteran players are probably going to look at this and be like, no. The I can say being like knee deep in like a variety of different games in the anime genre. Uh, they just kind of stick all of those games in there, like you know, Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue. You have like Dengeki Bunko one that came out. Uh, like Nitro Plus, you have Arcana Heart. There's oh, you have Melty Blood. You had <laughs> fucking what is that other one that came out under Night in Rebirth? Under Night Birth and yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever crazy subtitle <laughs> hashtag. What names did they put in these games nowadays? There's such a oversaturation of these games, and not only that, there's such they come in such they get they come in installations, right? Like installations, basically iterations upon iterations upon iterations. So the new Guilty Gear game is going to come out in a, in a few weeks, and then you're thinking about like, oh, I'm going to play this game, but then they're going to announce like, oh, the new Blaze Blue uh, iteration is going to come out. Uh, you know, in like a couple of months, or maybe like in six months, or something like that. And then the the fans always kind of gravitate towards whatever's new instead of sticking with one game that they really like a lot, and it separates the fan base. Meanwhile, you have like Street Fighter players that only play Street Fighter, and Street Fighter is all they got, right? And uh, it's like the same game, you know. And they're gonna have that one player base that's gonna be united and together playing that one game, kind of growing that. Um, kind of community over time. But for anime, because of all these releases and staggered iterations, that you, you just get these fractured fan bases that end up kind of like, you know, kind of teetering out of relevance relatively quickly. That's the problem with anime fighting games in general. Well, this game is also only on PC. Yeah. And it's $40. That seems a little expensive. Yeah. So, like, that's my question. Who is this for? Like, I can't see this. And, and how many fans of that anime can there possibly be that are going to go buy this game? Uh, well, Melty Blood came out for, like, what, $30, right? Yeah, I can't imagine that sold very well, either. That, that sold actually okay. Uh, I don't know. It's just, there's, like, this cult following, and it can't have been that expensive to localize that game, right? I mean, there's I not that know. much text or anything to worry about, so if it was, like, a small investment for them to put it on Steam, then why not, you know? Sure. I, I don't know. I just, I just wonder. Like as as much stuff as we see that does not get made or localized, like those yeah. games seem to, and I, I just can't imagine that there's that large a market for them. It's but then again, maybe crazy. I'm, maybe I'm just not fucking. You know, maybe I'm not hip. Maybe I'm not cool. Just get, just <laughs> get on those anime titties level, Ken. I, I know need, you're starting to get into I it. I need my waifu. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> get the Dakimarus. I don't even know what you just said. That's the body pillow thing, I think. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I've never... I had a mouse, a booby mouse pad once. I gave it away. Because they, wow. they sent me the... Uh, what was that game? The Record of Agarest War? Oh, yeah. The Collector's Edition came Yeah, they the sent that to me, and I just like, I'm not playing this. And then, like, I think it was Gambus asked me for the mouse pad. I'm like, dude, take it. <laughs> <laughs> take it, man. Gambus coming out. I, I don't want any part of this because it's creeping me out. I'm sorry. Anyway, but yeah, I played that. Um, it, uh, okay, I can speak from this. There ain't a motherfucker online playing it. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I could not get a single match. Not one. And apparently I wasn't mm. the only one because I saw, I guess, the dude from Giant Bomb, Jason A. Striker, was yeah. playing it. And he couldn't get a match either. 
And he was tweeting people to give him a match. This was after the game came out, right? Yes. Okay, sure. uh, to the point where the PR guy for the game actually messaged him. was like, I can get you some players. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's bad. Yeah, That is bad. Fighting games live and die by the community, and if there isn't one, then that's a huge, huge negative on their part. Uh, I'm also checking out a game that's on Game Preview, the one that just uh, went up this week for Xbox One, called Subnautica. That's a PC game, right? Yeah, it is a PC game, but I'm playing it on Xbox One. Um, that's interesting. Um, it's essentially like a Minecraft game, slash, well, I guess Minecraft is a survival game, right? Like, if you play it the way it's supposed to be played. Mm. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like that, except you're underwater. So okay. the premise is cool because you crash your ship on an alien planet that's nothing but an ocean. And then you have to explore the ocean and get resources to build, like, a survival area. And then you have to survive the dangers of the deep. Um, I haven't played a lot of it. It's a cool idea. It's got a neat art style. I'll be very interested to see how it develops over time. Uh, and it's also extremely terrifying to go like a thousand feet deep in the ocean when it's nighttime. That's fucking creepy. Hmm. So, but yeah, I'll be interested to see how that pans out. It's it's really rough now. It's got some bad menu design and you know some frame rate issues, but you know it is a in preview. Xbox early access, so to speak. Right? Didn't we have a review of that? Subnautica. Yeah. I don't remember anyone writing. I don't remember that. anybody reviewing that game. Which one was the one where you were fighting like sea creatures and shit? That pixelated game. Uh, had a review of it like two weeks ago. Oh, Paranautical Activity. There we go. See that's, yeah. these yeah. fucking games, man. Well, that's that's one of those rogue game first person Rogue-like. shooters. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's okay. what that was. Gotcha. I was like, what are we talking about? Like, you're, I don't you're, know. You're technically not truly underwater in Paranautical Activity. But you're fighting underwater. You're fighting places. underwater monsters. Why? I do. Don't ask me. Okay. Okay. Indie games. Drew, they happened. People get word. I play some Division. Division. Oh, well done. I, I booted it up, trying to get reacclimated for the patch on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. I just went in, did a couple dailies, and dropped back out. I did get two guns. Better guns? Uh, one of them was better. Yeah. Unfortunately, one of them was like an, uh, like an LMG, and I don't use those. So. But, yeah, I'm ready for that patch, because I want to see if that keeps gets me back into playing that game. Because I still really enjoy playing that game. It's just not so much to play once you've no. put that much time into it. There's nothing to do like that I want to do. I want to do the incursion, but I can't because I don't have the right gear. So I I just want the paid content to come the the season pass stuff because that's obviously going to be more than what you they're hope. giving in the free. No, yeah, yeah. You, you hope they do. Um, and last thing I, I I I took advantage of the PlayStation Flash sale. I don't know if anybody did. Uh, I, I picked up Jackbox. I picked up Jackbox Pie Pack Two. Oh well, I bought. Like five games. Okay. Um, I bought Nidhogg because I never. That's a cool I, game. I, I never played. I don't like that game. 
Did really? not? No. Did you play a multiplayer against a friend? No, 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 no. I have not played against anybody yet. I'm sure you got to play against someone. Yeah, I'm sure that's where it shines. I, yeah. I have no doubt about that. But like, just the mechanics of it, I don't really find all that interesting. Like, it's it just feels repetitive and kind of blah. Just, just so. play against someone. It'll, you'll, you'll see. You'll see the glory of it. It gets crazy. Does it have online? Uh, I don't I, think so. Then I'm no, never going to play I, against anybody. I, I think it has online on PC. It does it not have it on... Uh... Uh, I don't Wait, know. Wait, no, no. It didn't have online because I was playing um, with a controller and a keyboard uh, okay. local. I don't know. I, I, then I will never play against anybody because nobody ever comes... Nobody comes to the couch co-op or a couch of, you know, games anymore. Just, Just drag Justin... Yeah, I can't even get him to respond to a text. You think you think I'm gonna be able to find him? Uh, uh, so yeah, I, it was like four bucks. So I'm like, I'm gonna try that. I picked up Banner Saga. I have not played it yet. Um, uh-huh. I figured, you know, I was waiting on that game to be a good price on some machine, and I saw it was four bucks on this sale. And I'm like, I'll pick it up. I've not tried that yet. Um, I picked up Kinetica, the PS2 game. <laughs> okay. I, I wanted to know if it held up, you know? Like, yeah. I remember loving that game. It did alright! It's okay. It's a okay. weird game. It's back in the day when Triangle was, was back. No. Oh. Like, when you mm-hmm. exited out of a menu with Triangle. Which is really weird to me. Fuck, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, the PlayStation horrible. did that. Like, PlayStation 2 did that at, at one point, and it was really weird. Um, oh, what's the other thing I picked up? Uh, I picked up, I don't know how to pronounce it, uh, Kreuzler Sigma? Nope. Nobody nope. knows what that is, so... No. Nope. Uh, it's like an arena-based, uh, action game. Okay. Where you go through, like, these dungeons, you defeat enemies, you level up, you get new weapons. Um, I thought it looked a lot better than it is. It's it's kind of stiff and not great. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like I I struck out on the PlayStation sale. Yeah, not bad for what twenty five dollars. Uh, I spent thirty total. It, it was funny bad. because I had bought that card to buy Shadow of the Beast, <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, the Flash sale happened. I want to see. I want to pick these get- games up." Didn't we get a review code for that? Yeah, I gave it yeah. away. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't take every code, John. Well, I didn't say you're just my one. <laughs> just yours. <laughs> oh, I also I also picked up Arcania, the complete tale, because it was five bucks. <laughs> Wait, was that the PS4 one or the PS3 one? PS4. PS4. Okay. okay. Which which I have played, so I know okay. that it's, it's worth five dollars. That's what right. I'll say about that game. Like I, was, I was about to say you made a mistake. No, no, no. <laughs> you picked up the PS3 version. I wouldn't pay. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't buy anything on PS3 anymore except okay. for PS1 classics. Okay, fair enough. So, as far as those really bad Western RPGs goes, I I'm a sucker for the Risen series. Oh, I picked those up on the Humble Bundle. Yeah, you got to play those on PC, not on. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. I did. I've got them. On, um, it's. The Humble Bundle, that's why I had that Dead Island code, essentially, is that um, uh, it was like Dead Island 1 and 2, or the Rip, Riptide was 2, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Riptide. Well, um, and Riptide then Riz, Riptide. Uh, Risen 1, 2, and 3, and, and whatnot. Um, interestingly, because I had 
already got Dead Island, I got offered Dead Island the remaster for one pound eighty. Huh. So if you happen to have uh, PC versions of either Riptide and or the original, um, it's going to be like a buck well, or two bucks. I two I, I don't think that's going to happen over here. Uh, mm, it definitely, I've already pre-ordered them because I think um, it cost me a total of six pounds to get the two uh, remastered editions with the third game that is exclusive to it, that side-scrolling beat-em-up game. So, God, they're excellent. I don't understand that. I, I will never understand putting an, a, a remastered version of a game on PC. Apparently, it is he's remastered on PC as well, but I don't know, because uh, I yeah. questioned... What, what, did, what did they remaster? Over. Like, shouldn't the PC new version te- just have been... No, new textures, complete redes... Same as the... Um, uh, the console versions they've they've up because I said uh, I'll just keep my PC versions thanks uh, and Deep Silver said no we've we've actually done a lot of work to the PC version as well so um, yeah well, we'll see for the couple of quid it cost me I'll be that'll be I'll be all right uh, I, I whatever I, I'm interested in it Dead Island One was one of my favorite games yeah on the but, gen. but if you had it on PC why don't they just make it a patch <laughs> they want your money. Well, that's yeah, how, you, that's how get, you lose money. They're not going to get a lot of money from me because it's it was dirt cheap to do. To, you know, I, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people who are oh, going to buy it. You know. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if I guess if you're going to be uh, getting the version now, you'd get the remastered version, which will probably cost more than the, the standard one. Uh, honestly, I think it has to do a lot with the whole idea of a new release. Let's say you put up a patch for a game that's been out for, let's say, six, seven years. Who cares, right? No one's going to care. You already bought the game or you didn't. You don't care at that point. But let's say you decide to have a new game come out, a new version of your coveted old game, then people are going to take notice. And you know how basically, like, well, let's, it's not the case for every game because there's a lot of cult classics that end up picking up a lot of, a lot of sales during um, things like flash sales and other random sales. But uh, most of the game sales are made within the first few weeks. It's kind of like how most of the moviegoers watch the movies within the first couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. it's like the same concept, right? That's why launch week is so important. So let's say in the perspective that you can now have another launch week for a game you've already released. Doesn't that sound lucrative to you? Doesn't that sound like something that would make you money? Well, of course. Yeah. I'm just. I'm sorry. I got all consumer there for a minute and and had some crazy thoughts. My bad. <laughs> no, no, no. You. I mean, I. I, uh, I know. I know. I just. I just, it, like sometimes it just boggles my mind. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm not a dick. Yeah. So I would. You know. I. I'm not trying to milk everything out for every single cent possible. Yeah. yeah exactly. Anyway. Of business. I think that's all I played. What a doozy, there, Ken. I know it. I did. I played a lot. Um. So yeah, there. Anyway, John. Um. Uh, what are you playing right now? Button masher. Been mashing buttons uh, for the last hour. Ratchet and Clank. Nice. Mm, yeah, you know. Cool. Uh, so I guess I have mainly played Uncharted Four. That's a game. That is a game. I played a lot of that game. It's bloody amazing. Um, 
it's yeah I mean it's an experience for sure and although it's not original because how could it be um what it does to the series just kind of cements it as one of those all-time great game franchises um ended it perfectly uh i agreed with ken in the fact that the ending felt like it had maybe it's lord of the rings ending kind of thing uh but i think it was necessary to end where they wanted to end uh so i didn't have a problem with that um it looks amazing, absolutely gorgeous. Everything, the shooting's top class. Um, the acting is phenomenal. The the sense of uh, the the well, the, the weight added with the uh, story is, you know, it's intriguing and and deep, very much like Last of Us was. Uh, a lot of emotion there, uh, which although the writing has never been bad on the Uncharted games, it's just been, uh, you know, an Indiana Jones movie. Uh, characters it was all about the characters and the interaction between them uh, but this adds to that and it does it really really well and you've got quality turns by everybody involved you know whether it's sam or drake or sully or nathan or nadine or rafe they're, they're all just you know played superbly um i it is my game of the year so far and that's long you know we're, we're not even halfway through yeah. the year yet but anybody who has enjoyed any part of that franchise needs to play it because it's it's a step up without a doubt and that's you know coming from a uh, a franchise that's known for its uh, set pieces and it's you know it, it's cinematic style it's saying something when you can say this ratchets it up a notch without a doubt uh, um, John you finished the game right? yes uh, having finished the game your prediction of whether there will be an Uncharted 5 or not? No. No? But I do know, I think I know where they're going with the single-player story content that's coming. Um, There's, okay. they've, they've left something there, and I'm not going to say anything, they've left something, just a little off-hand remark that makes me think, oh, okay, that might be where it goes. But... I do not think you will see an Uncharted... They, they could, but I do not think you'll see an Uncharted 5. I don't okay. think they should. And uh, I know, I don't think they should. Um, I always felt that the third game wrapped that franchise up really well, in a nice That's what way. it was supposed to do. Absolutely. Um, they have... I think the way that they've ended this is a message to Sony. This is it. This story has been told. You know, you've got what you wanted. You've got this, you know, tour de force of uh, masterpiece of, you know, graphical fidelity and action and adventure. This is it. This is, let us do the thing that we want to do next. Um, but it, they, it's very definite, the, the ending of that game. Um, I don't think there'll be a five. And as Ken said, there should not be a five. Okay. Um, you can you can push it too far, and I think it was perfectly ended. Mm. Um, and I played Doom. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a Doom fan. I don't know Doom. Yeah, you I point think your I... shotgun at a demon and you pull the trigger. <laughs> and you know what? It's really strange how satisfyingly easy that is to do. Are you fucking right? That's Doom! 
It's, it's, I mean, I, again, I, I played very, very briefly the original Doom back, what was it, 24, 25 years ago? 1993. No. 93. Doom oh, came shit. out in 1993. They, 23 years ago, so I played a little bit then, um, I didn't even have my own PC at that point, it was on somebody else's, um, uh, but I'd seen a lot of good reviews. I'd heard a lot of good things. I did try the Molly player. I didn't get on with it so well, but I only played it for a short amount of time. But I thought, oh, oh I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of a burp. Uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a shot. And it's, yeah, there's something satisfying about that shotgun. The shotgun. Um, I don't know what it is. It's uh, fucking I, I, software shotgun. That's what it is. And you get that weapon like three minutes into the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, yeah. they waste no time. In and I'm still that using weapon. that weapon on the final boss. Yep. Yeah. Like, that and weapon is my favorite weapon in that game. It's it's kind of... It's amazing how relevant that is in regards to, like, the, the thing that you get two minutes in is still your go-to thing right at the end. Um, I, I kind of... Uh, it's a bit like Ratchet and Clank in that the weapons are kind of the thing. Um, it's gory. I like, I know some people don't, but I like the gore kills. I haven't tired of them yet, which I may do, but I think it's quite cool that each of the enemies have their own kind of different kill animation. And there's various ones for each enemies, like from below and from above and, and all of that sort of thing. Uh, I kind of like how fast you move. <laughs> so I'm, like, yeah. I'm not used to you moving that fast in a uh, first person shooter uh, I also like the and I, again I'm playing this on the easiest difficulty I'm a bit of a noob um, but I like how it the kills give you health how the chainsaw gives you ammo and that you have to tactically use that because there aren't that many Ammo, you know, it's not regenerating health. There's no, um, it's all done by medikits or, or by doing the gore kills on your enemies. It's, it's got a lovely sense of style. I like the acting in it, the voice acting, the, the, is it Hayden, the Dr. Samuel Hayden? <laughs> dude, dude, just, just, just pay attention to the way the Doom Marine reacts to him. And I think you, that's awesome. You'll get yeah. a pretty much good idea what the Doom story's about. Uh, okay. Um, Fucking killing. Uh, uh, yeah, it's and that uh, it's got this very focused attitude. Like the way that you're the the way that you start the game, you are uh, basically encased in a a tomb, and you are the doom guy. And all of, you know, your doom suit is did you, worshipped did you on of, the wall. What well, did you kind of pay attention to? Like the holograms of the people, like praying to you yes yeah. it's it's yeah. a total like, play off of the end of doom 2 if you've ever finished it yeah. again i haven't but it's like <laughs> you're a, you're a god you're a, you're the doom yeah god. you're the doom guy you're the, you're the doom slayer yeah they, they they actually call him that in the game yeah uh, see that, he, he's it, known as the doom slayer it's it's um, a really nice kind of surprise um I, I, I don't think it, like, Ken, it will be my game of the year. I still, Uncharted has that moment. I think it's going to be in my top 10 because it's just fun. Uh, and that's without any multiplayer. I'm sure if I was playing multiplayer with friends, I'd probably find uh, a bit more fun. But, uh, the fact that that's got a solid, um, campaign, 
Um, and that seems to be where the focus was. I think that's commendable of Bethesda. They could have fucked this up. And in actual fact, they did fuck it up and they had to start from scratch. Uh, the fact that that's how much they care about this franchise is, is really good. Uh, the snap map stuff seems cool. I haven't tried any of it, but I, again, like you said, I think there could be some really cool stuff come out of that after a little while when people get used to how it works and what to do with it. That's quite cool as well. So yeah, it's, it's fun. I was not expecting it to be this fun. I love my Doom. Mm, yeah, I kind of like it as well. Yeah. <laughs> Although, to be fair, all I can think of now is whenever I see the case, is wood. Oh, Jesus. That's all I can say, is wood. Uh, people wood. have too much time on the internet. Don't, 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 don't worry about it, Drew. Let's move on. I've changed the case in mine. It's reversible. I, I have, I have, a, steel, I have a steel book, so I, could, I don't have the alternate cover. I'm very oh, because I tempted... I was very, I was literally was humming and hawing in the store when I bought it. Because I got up from the, the, the game store that I used to work in, and she was like, are you sure you don't want this? We've got these left. It's only £99. And I'm thinking... It looks really cool, and they had one going, and it was in a box, so you could put your eye your eyes up oh, to a hole in the box, and you saw the the red lights. Uh, I very nearly got that edition. I, I I like my Revenant statue, but I'll be the first to admit that I'm an idiot for spending a hundred dollars on it. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know. I, trust me, I know. Like I regretted it the minute I did it. I'm like, but I don't care. I got a Revenant statue. I can't He says as he buys the collection. I don't care. Whatever. Anyway, uh, anything that's, else? That's, that's, I mean, of, of worth, that's all I played. I did pick up uh, Valkyria Chronicles. The, yeah. Your remaster, right? Uh, the remaster, yeah, because it was very cheap. Um, I haven't had a chance to, to, to even install it into my... Did uh, you uh, play the PS3 version before, John? Uh, no. It's one of those ones that I missed it when it launched, mm-hmm. and then finding it after it launched was nigh on impossible. You're in for a treat then, buddy. Yeah, game. I'm... It looks it looks pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so we'll we'll wrap it up with Jay. Jay, you got two minutes. Okay, sure. No, okay. First game I played. <laughs> uh I'll just chime in. I also played Doom, but I'll chime in uh, very shortly about it. Um I think I basically mirror the sentiment of everyone. It's it's a very good game. Uh I like the way it controls it's very fast, very smooth, the action is very visceral. Can I say visceral? Is that is that still banned from two thousand ten? Right. Who knows? Yeah, sounds fun. Who knows what's banned? You can't say charming. That's the new one. Oh, okay. that's 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 exclusive to okay. Drew. Drew's allowed to call everything charming. Yeah. But I that's like true. using the word charming. Well, you're not allowed. No, tra- trademark. Now you drew. Now you drew some money. So yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry. That. Take out your checkbook. But uh, yeah, Doom's very fast paced, fun. Um, I ran into a couple of like weird glitches here and there, but it's nothing too big. Like when I tried to use a chainsaw on those flying guys that are assholes. You guys know what I'm talking about. The flying guys that spawn enemies. You're talking about... teleport around. The fly- Are you talking about summoners? Yeah, I think those are what they are. They, they, like, they kind of like somewhere. teleport between different yeah. areas. Oh, yeah, summoners. Whenever I... You know, I, I want to kill them immediately, so I take out my chainsaw and I try to kill them. But it doesn't have any animation for killing them half the time. It, like, instantly, instantly just makes them explode and then makes ammo drop everywhere. <laughs> I, I noticed that in a couple enemies. A couple of like, the big enemies... It won't play the chainsaw animation. It'll just kill them, and then that'll be it. I think that's some. Kind that's of... weird. I've I've seen the chainsaw animation on every character. Yeah, so I don't I don't know what's going on there, but that's something uh, that I've noticed. Chainsaw um, animation on a fucking cacodemon is the greatest. I got I gotta get on that. Um, 
I think the game has maybe a little too much platforming a lot of times. Kind it of does have quite a bit of platforming, which is yeah. weird. It's not... I mean, it's, the controls are tight, and it works well enough, but, like, I feel like there's too much of it. Or they'd be shooting demons in the face, you know? Like, I don't... I don't oh, want to be double jumping on this platform, climbing on this, and climb. I'm not Nathan Drake, you know. I don't want to be climbing <laughs> on things for like an hour. I want to be shooting things. You're Nathan um, Doom guy. Nathan Doom guy. <laughs> he doesn't make any funny one-liners, though. Um, no, you don't yeah. say shit. Nope. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's he lets his actions speak for themselves. That's right. Which which, uh, which has his own charm, Drew. That money, money, cough it up. I'll owe you. I'll owe you. Put it in the yep. jar. Put it in the jar. Um, other than that, I also played the, the Witcher Three Heart of Stone DLC. I I, per, I picked it up a long time ago, but I haven't have, had time to peel, uh, put some time in it. But since Blood and Wine is coming out, I decided to try it out. And um, I had to start off using their save instead of my own because I lost my save during my PC transfer. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of sad. And the worst thing about that is that I had the most badass Gwent deck of them all. Oh, I had like no. every <laughs> single epic, crazy like fifteen attack. Uh, Gwen card, but it's it's all gone. And then there's like some side quests that involve like doing some stuff with Gwent, and I feel so bad. So at that point, like I played that I played that scenario, and I started going around the world starting like Gwen cards again. So I did that, but man, that that DLC is so good. I need to I need to get on that. I've had that sitting since I yeah. finished that game, and I've I have had not that game sitting the entire time. Yeah, I, I finished The Witcher Three's core campaign. It was oh. like fifty hours, I think I spent, and I didn't even do half the shit. It's crazy. Um, the, the Heart of Stone basically emphasizes everything that was great about the core campaign. Oh god, so I need good. to. Yeah, because the end of The Witcher, when I got to the point where I was stealing horses, I'm like, all right, this is this sucks. Uh-huh. Like, let's get this over with, because this has been a giant pain in the ass. But everything before that was so good. The the scenario, the uh, I'm not going to spoil anything big, but the very one of the very first NPCs you run into in the actual campaign is a character came, uh, called uh, Gunther Odim, right? And he's the guy that tells you, like, oh, maybe you should go to the, the Nilfgaard guard post and see if they can, you can find anything about Yennefer. That's one of the first things that you do in the very, very, like, first, like, ten minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he's actually someone of significance. He actually comes back in this thing, and it turns out he's kind of been this character that's, that's been in the background doing a lot of different things. Uh, and he has, like, a secret identity to who he is, and you start unraveling his mystery. And you end up kind of under his service and forced to do these and grant favors, uh, three wishes to this individual so that this person can get... His end of the bargain, and these are like impossible tasks that you're not supposed to be able to do, but using like very various clever methods and stuff like that, um, you just kind of get it done. There's like a heist mission, um, like kind of like reminds me of like a GTA heist mission where you gotta gather the party members that's gonna be suitable for this. You can get like multiple different persons, so the the mission will actually play out completely different depending on the people that you bring in. And also, there's another mission where you have to like let a ghost possess you and just kind of hang out in your body for a day, just being like a witcher. So you're kind of there's like this dynamic of this guy just kind of trying to take control and do what a witcher does, and it's really funny. Uh, the humor is great. The choices are significant. The rewards are fantastic, and it's Gosh. basically everything a DLC needs to be. It's just such a like twelve 
13 hours a slice of gameplay is just God, superb. I can't fucking wait to actually jump into this game. I, like, it's I, so I, good. I'm so fucking busy with like the, you know, Phoenix Down and stuff like that and doing reviews and stuff. And I, like, I want to sit down and just play this game on my own to play it for yeah. fun. And I don't have time for it. Oh my mm. god, it's such a good. I'm kind of glad that 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 I did the review of the original because that mm-hmm. forced me to play enough of it to to kind of get through it. Yeah. And I'm and like I see like I keep getting emails like, hey, you should request a code for Blood and Wine, and I want to do it so bad because I want to go back into that world, but I haven't even touched Hearts of Stone. I have Hearts of Stone downloaded. It's on my Xbox. It's ready to go. Yeah, mine's been on there for months. Yeah. And I have not even touched it. Like, I, I haven't even got out of White Orchard. Oh, God. You haven't oh, even God, begun man. the world. That's that's the thing. Is like I, But the, the small parts that I did play just in White Orchard was fucking fantastic. Like, that one, that first, like, hunt that you did with the, mm-hmm. with the ghost... That was like that. That's a full on like two hour quest, dude. Yep. Just wait. It's like a, it's like an episode of a television show. Like I just did an episode of a television show of The Witcher. Just wait. And I'm like, that was a fully fleshed out fucking like mission. That would have been like a level in a regular game. Just wait for some of the stuff. I, I I know from people who have played it. Like wait till you meet little Johnny. Wait till you meet the <laughs> witches of the bog. Oh man, this. Oh, yeah, those, those quests like span like continents. All, like, like all everybody talks about. Well, everybody talks about Bloody Baron. Bloody Baron, and, and that's a great. Oh, yeah. That is a great quest. But mm. there are so many other great quests in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just one of many. Yeah. What about My the uh, is, the Ghost of the Tree? Gonna, you know, I fear I'm going to miss those though. Uh, no, you can, there's a lot of them you can't miss. And if you just like the game, very purposely says, "Here's where it ends." So if you ever get to that point and you've missed stuff, you don't have to do it. Right. And there's nothing that you... I mean, there's stuff that'll change depending on what you decide to do and what you decide not to do. But you can pretty much hit everything as long as you explore. Yeah, yeah the the main significant ones. And even, like, the little dinky side quests are awesome. Because yeah. once you... When you, like... When you're hunting a new beast... You're like reading up on the bestiary for their like thing. You're like looking at various hints about what the creature might be based on like testimony of the people that were attacked by it. You look at the side where people were killed and maybe look for claw marks and try to figure out what it is. And you figure out how to kill it. You hunt it down to its lair. You lure it out. It's like steps. It's like a freaking supernatural episode where you exactly. gotta go find the body, who it is, who the ghost is. And you gotta go, you know, salt and burn the corpse. It's like that. Yeah, well, yeah to interview people features. and shit. It's great. I mean, that, yeah, that's the thing. That, that, that was the thing. Was like that that quest with the the, the what was it called? The Noon Wraith. Oh, yeah, the Noon Wraith. Yeah, yeah. The, that quest that I did was fantastic. But even like the smaller bullshit quests, like there was like this woman who was like flagging me down on the road, and she's <laughs> like, "Hey, I, I I need you to get my pan back." And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's locked in it's locked in this house. And I'm like, okay, well that sounds like a dumbass quest. I went inside and I, it's like a fucking murder mystery. Yeah. It's going on and I'm looking for a fucking pan. And I was like, what the fuck is this game? The game is one of the best games ever made, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. It's it's a game that's so good that it makes me angry when I play it that every other game just pairs in comparison. Like yeah. every other open world game feels like shit. Compared to Witcher Three, it sets the bar that high. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's crazy, so and I can't wait for Cyberpunk. 
Yeah, oh, cyberpunk. Cool. I mean, if if they do that with a cyberpunk thing, I mean, you give me <laughs> give me fucking you know two thousand fifty something Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade like Runner, like Witcher kind of game. Yeah, oh, detective God. in cyberpunk shit. That yeah. sounds fucking awesome. Yep. Just wait, just wait till you start that game. You're gonna. Oh man, you're not you're not gonna want to stop when you really start it in full though. Yeah, so, oh. beware. Um, but yeah, I played that. I, I wanted to be prepared for Blood and Wine when that comes out. I think uh, what end of this month, right? May thirty first. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to play that. I played a bit of Grand Kingdom. We got a code for it, but apparently it's not actually the full game code. It's like the open beta code. So that turned it, it turned out being the demo. So I played the demo. Seems like a neat game. It's like a that's like a mix of a strategy RPG slash turn based thing. Um, has some unique things. There's some timing based attacks, um, and you kind of move your characters on three different planes, the lines, and where their position determines like how far they can go, who they can attack. It seems neat. Uh, it's got a very uh, reminiscent art style, comparable to something like Vanillaware, which is high praise. It looks very nice. Uh, animation is very fluid and colorful. But I mean, I haven't. You know, I only played the demo part of it, so I can't really say much. But I'll probably review when it comes when we actually get a review copy in. But uh, yeah, that's it. Nice and simple. All right. Well, that's awesome because yeah, man, we talked a lot about video yeah. games and movies. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about what's coming out this week. Uh, Downwell, uh, which is the mobile game that went to PC, is now coming to PS4. I heard that game's awesome, actually. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Like really addictive and fun. Uh, Dungeons Two. I don't know what that is. Sequel. No okay. shit, true. Uh, Overwatch. Uh, but you know, what's the, what's that game? I don't. I never heard of it. Um, is uh, it I have. Is it like go- a Wii U game or something? Yeah, it's is coming it? to Wii U. It's exclusive. Oh, oh yeah, uh, it's probably a Nintendo first party game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutants in Manhattan. That's out this week. Hey. Hey. Oh. I hope that's good. I'm sorry. I really one. hope that's good. Yeah. Me too. Uh, that's the thing. Crazy Strike Bowling. Oh, by the way, Drew, did you see the pre-order bonuses for that game? It's for 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 Ninja Turtles. No. So, do you remember? Uh, okay, do you remember the old figures, like the first line from the TV show, the cartoon? There, uh, the, there was a set that had like the Street Punk Turtles. Uh huh. Um, that out. Those set of outfits are a pre-order bonus for GameStop. Oh, really? So, yeah. like, they have like a like a sewer uh, like cap. For like their shell and shit like that. Oh, uh, what was it like? Like Raphael has like a mohawk, yeah, and sunglasses, and Leonardo's wearing like a sideways baseball cap, and yeah, it's like it's dead on those figures. <laughs> I was like, I saw that, and I'm like, where have I? Seen? Oh, that's right. That is some fan ass service. Uh, Crazy Strike Bowling EX is out, as well as Sherlock Holmes: The Devil's Daughter. Bringing Dave out of retirement for that one. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Ollie uh, Ollie 2 XL Edition hits Xbox One this week. Uh, as does Tropico 5, the penultimate edition. Penultimate? Penultimate. Huh. For Xbox One. Uh, that's already out for PS4, and it's actually free. So. Uh, Tropico! I know, you get excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Although I, I don't know, I won't be getting the the penultimate edition. So I was I don't gonna think say you, you, stuff. you just got it free on PlayStation Four. So well, I had it free anyway because we got the card. I, I, I know. It, I so. Just, so you got so, you're good. Yeah, I'm I'm all sorted. 
Uh, Total War Warhammer is out this week for PC. Yeah, you asked me about that. And I was like, nah. yeah, I, I had to. I had to resort to sending it to somebody who's not going to be back till like June fourth. Oh, Sophie. Yeah, she said she'd take care of it. Uh, she's in LA, isn't she? She's in so Vegas, Las Vegas. Oh, about, that's it. That's I was Vegas. I was chatting with her last night, giving her tips on places to go because I just got back from there. <laughs> <laughs> right. So she's actually staying at the hotel I was at last year. Mm. That is a really fucking nice hotel. Dude, she's she's been sending me pictures of it. It's incredible. Oh my god, that like the fountain in the front and everything. Oh my god, like the the room that I had was bigger than like the last apartment me and my family lived in. Like that room was ridi- like it had stairs, Drew. That's crazy. That 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 fucking hotel is nuts, man. Whew. Anyway, uh, I think that's all the big releases for this week. There's like six thousand PC games coming out, uh, and I'm guessing ninety percent of them are shit. Probably. I mean, you got mm-hmm. gra- you got Grandpa's Table. Miko- Sounds great. Miko Mole. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's just let's just close that window. Let's talk about news. Yes. There was some news this week. Uh, there's a NASCAR game coming to the PS4, Xbox One. Just turn left. It's called NASCAR Heat Evolution. Man, that's the first NASCAR game in, in years. You want to hear something funny? Is oh, 09 was the last one. Actually, Forza's adding a NASCAR mode. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Yep. They're they're putting it out as DLC. With licensed like NASCAR stuff? That's what I hear. Wow. So the question is, do you buy this cheap knockoff, or do you buy DLC for Forza? Mm-hmm. I guess if you only have a PS4. Whoa! Whoa, stop strangling that bird, John. Jesus. He's crushing Sorry. He's crushing a baby bird with his foot. Yep. Not with my foot. With your bare foot. <laughs> with my thumb. Gross. So yeah, I mean, I guess if you don't have an Xbox One or a PC, because Forza is coming to the PC, I wonder if they'll do the the NASCAR DLC for that version. It's a it's a different type of game. I've got yeah. it on PC. Well, it's a different game, right? Yeah, yeah it is. But mm. it's still Forza. Yeah. But it's not... It's nowhere near Forza Six. Do do people that watch NASCAR actually want a video game of NASCAR? It's kind of a spectator sport, isn't it? Well, most sports are spectator sports. Well, what what I mean by that is that like the fun of it is kind of in like the relaxation of just watching it and just chilling, drinking beer, and all that jazz. That's why I like football. Well, don't you also like play football at one point? Like Have me you- personally. Have you never played football in your life? Well, of course I've played football in my life. Yeah, so there's like an element... But I've also turned left really fast. (laughs) (laughs) Not for that stretch. I I know. Ohio drift over here now. That's right. (laughs) I was doing some fishtails. I've been schooled on on the concept of NASCAR and its various intricacies. From Oh, I'm sure... Uh, and it's kind of neat. It has some cool stuff to it. It does. There's a lot more than just turning left. I, yeah, I get they, that. They actually have road courses. Just FYI. Yeah, I, I know that, Drew. It's a joke. <laughs> it's just a, I'm, I'm stereotyping NASCAR. But what it comes down to what I mean is that is that is that a fun game to play? It, it was huge way back in the day. I remember when I worked uh, at a game store, the release of NASCAR was an event. Really? Uh, that's back when EA had the license. Right. Uh, and whenever they put out their yearly game, like, it was huge. I don't know what it is now. It seems like it's died off because 
like you said, there hasn't been a bunch of people making NASCAR games. Mm-hmm. So I don't I, know I don't if NASCAR know. is as big as it used to be. It probably isn't. I know well, they've uh, Danica Patrick's in it now. Who? Danica Patrick. I don't know who that is. She's like one of the first female drivers in NASCAR. Okay. Does, does that make her good? No, she was real popular. She was, I think, F1 originally. Oh. I mean, is it just because she was a woman driver, or was she actually good? No, she's actually a really good driver. Okay. I, I don't know anything about this stuff, so. Well, I'm, I'm glad. Um, I mean, NASCAR, I'm sure there's a lot of NASCAR fans out there. And they've probably been sad that there haven't been any video games based on something that they enjoy. So I'm glad that they're getting something now. That's nice. Just wonder if it'll be any good. Well, that's, uh, that's the question. That's, that's a, yeah, that's a... Well, Forza guys really know their stuff. Well, the, the, not, not the Forza one. Oh, the other one. I don't know about that one. Uh, I don't let know me see if I can are. figure out... It's made by Monster Games. Monster Games? Any relation to the Monster Drink? Uh, Probably not. Okay. Yeah, I don't. But that's the first I've heard of them. Monster games. You want to look them up? Tell me For some they're... reason, it sounds familiar, but I'll look them up. Yeah. I'm kind of curious what else they've made. So, anyway, moving on. Anybody want to guess how many copies Grand Theft Auto V has sold? I know the answer to this, so I'll be cheating. Okay. Anybody want to guess? That uh, copies of the game, Grand Theft Auto V, we're talking every version? Every, every version. Platform? Every platform. 20 million. 65. Jesus. Wow. Christ. Right? Right? <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot. That game series is popular. Yeah, so I, I guess this came out of a, the financial call uh, that Take Two and Rockstar had last week. You know what else came out of that call? They started talking about they're gonna they got some new stuff coming out, and oh, of course yeah. everybody immediately went to Red Dead. <laughs> Did anyone else see that leaked? Although this is is are we gonna talk about the games with gold? Yeah, it's fake. I don't. It's a hundred percent fake. Cool. I didn't know because the last I'd seen was oh it could be real. That's um, did you look at it? It, it was, they said it was from the Japanese or yeah, it's the know. Japanese store with ESRB ratings on it. Uh, so whoever faked it did a pretty piss poor job. And also on top of the fact that the Rise box art and the Lichdom Battle Mage box art are completely different colors. Okay, I didn't know. I only glanced at it earlier. It's uh, fake. Okay, that's fine. I just didn't know. Also, it would be torture for them to give away Lichdom Battle Mage. Let's just put that out yeah. there. Okay, um, so i just give you an update on Monster Games. Yes. They mainly have done a bunch of NASCAR games. Okay. Uh, from 2000. Oh, that's a good start. Uh, they did Pilot Wings Resort on the 3DS. Holy shit. They did Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D on Nintendo 3DS. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, they co-developed with Retro Studios Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Damn. Mm. And they also ported Xenoblade Chronicles onto the 3DS. Wow. So that's they got, they got impressive. Port, they got port yeah, They've done some good work then. Yeah. 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 All right. Hey, you know, maybe it'll be a good NASCAR game. Maybe so. Maybe. Uh, Halo 5. Remember that thing called Forge? Let's make maps. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, they're making, they're putting that on PC. Just the Forge? Just Forge, not the game. Wait, Halo... Oh, I was I was just about to ask. I was like, Halo 5's on PC? No. And no, that's the... They're just putting... Why? The, they're putting <laughs> the Forge tool so you can make... So you master race people can make some levels for us Xbox players. Put the game on the system! Get to, get to work. Make me some levels so I can play, you plebe. You, Microsoft, you have your own goddamn storefront. Put it on the PC system! It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, I don't know if it will at this point. I, I just don't... 
I, I don't know. Is, is Gears of War planned for PC? Yeah, all? yeah. Everything going forward is PC. Yeah. Okay. And that includes Scalebound, Sea of Thieves, Gears of War, everything Wait, will Scalebound's be Scalebound's PC? Yeah. I'm never buying an Xbox One then. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Microsoft said all their first party stuff would be PC going forward. I'm assuming that meant Scalebound. I haven't seen the actual announcement for it, so I mean, yeah, I mean, it is first party, so probably it. I'm assuming that everything will be on PC in the future, so that's... If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, I think it's great. I think everything being on multiple systems is good for everybody. It is. So, Unless it's a, it used to be a PC-only game, and then they have to recon the game to work also on platforms and then make the game much worse in the process. But that's the only scenario. Or, of course, if you're an Xbox fanboy who's got really angry about it. Or if you're just an idiot. That's, that yeah. should be the real statement there. <laughs> anyway. Um, what else is going on? Gran Turismo Sport? I, I, I was thinking something important that people cared about. Oh, people care about Gran Turismo, my friend. I'm kidding. Yes, they, they, the announced for that release date was November? Is that November seventeenth? Like it's, like mm, it's a prologue game. I'd say the first tweets I saw about it were from uh, from DJ Mitsuharu said it looked like shit compared to Drive Club, and I chuckled. It's um, <laughs> it, let's not give like that again. No, I just thought it was funny, like that, like Sony couldn't make Gran Turismo look better than Drive Club. It's yeah. There's a apparently they're just. Remodeled the PS3 models of the, in, oh the PS4. Oh my god! Apparently, I don't know how that works. Um, it looks okay, but yeah, it, it's not going to beat Drive Club when it comes to good looks. But then you've got 137 cars. Let's no, no. This is 2016. This is not 1998, where how many cars? were an important bullet point on the back of the game. <laughs> it still is for Gran Turismo, I believe so. Well, then Gran Turismo needs to move into the 21st century, and, and Forza, for that matter, if they're still using that. I don't care how many cars it has. If you got 30 versions of the Nissan Sentra, I don't care. <laughs> but, God but damn, the color just... variations. One's a hatchback, one's a coupe. Come on, man. <laughs> the choices are endless. Oh, yes. Oh, my God, I hope I can upgrade the drivetrain on my Nissan Sentra to move it from a B to a C. <laughs> well, let's, not get, let's not get crazy here, Ken. Let's uh, not okay. ask for the impossible. Just make a fun fucking game. Seriously. People. Anyway, hmm. um, Ukulele. I forgot that was a game. And oh, I, yeah. I saw it, and I got excited that that's a game. Yeah. Um, they're teasing that they'll be revealing their release date soon. Uh, and the people who backed the game will get access to the toy box very soon. Nice. So, I'm pretty excited about that game. I hope it doesn't turn into a Mighty Number no. 9. <laughs> uh, that's not far off, is it? A Mighty Number no. 9 is less than a... You want to hear something crazy? In sure. less than 30 days... E3 will have happened. No Man's Sky and Mighty Number no. 9 will be out. Oh, I can't wait for No Man's Sky. I really can't. But just think about that. All three of those things will happen in less than a month. Oh, exciting. That's good, because we've, we've known about those things for three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's finally see if No Man's Sky and Mighty Number no. 9 were worth that crazy, crazy time. Capcom has gone on, to st- gone on record to say, hey... Are bad. 
From now on, we're going to focus on completion. And our, what a time to be in. Where a developer says they're going to come out and focus on completion in their games. Yep. We're going to make sure they're done before we ship them. Jeez, wow, thanks. Hold on while I applaud you. <laughs> How out of touch are they that, like, we didn't think people would care that it's not complete. Oh. We didn't know. It's an honest mistake. They've also said yeah. that they're uh, they're planning to get the Resident Evil series kicked back up, and it's going back to its horror roots. They've been saying huh? that since the announcement of Six. Uh, yeah, that's so true. I'll believe it when I when I see it. Hey, I still like Six. I saw I, the um. Six was okay. The emblem for seven? I don't know if that's official or not. Is, is it an elephant getting a blowjob this time? It's, it, I don't think there's any blowjobs involved. <laughs> oh, okay. I just want to make sure. Um, so apparently, in, in going back to the Gran Turismo news, Polyphony Digital canceled the beta. Really? Oh, have they really? Yeah. Wow. They said they canceled the beta to focus on finishing the full game. Oh, sure. that's not... That's a dick move. Yeah, I mean, finishing the game is more important than. No, that. I, I agree that, but don't promise a beta if you're not going to get yeah, one. Yeah, 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 certainly. They, sh- they should never you know. have announced such a thing in the first place. Actually, we should just go back to calling them demos because that's what they are. Anyway. True. True, yeah. Uh, I don't, we, did we talk about the division update that's hitting on Tuesday last week? I don't think we did. I don't know, we didn't. Um, so, division update 1.2, sorry. Yeah. 1.2 is dropping on Tuesday. It is a free update. Um,. It's adding the absolute worst thing to the Dark Zone. Oh, I think it's quite funny that they're doing that. Wait till it happens to you four or five times. See how funny you think it is then. Yeah, so now it. when you extract out of the Dark Zone, people can run up to the rope and cut it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then they can just pick it off the ground? Yep. 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 So Dark, Dark Zone was like a hellscape already. Why are they doing this? So yeah. you know, a, a good job of not making me want to go in the Dark Zone and continue Ever. to make me not want to go to the Dark Zone. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but they're also adding some single player. Well, I guess PVE content is the better word for that. Yeah. Um, there are new search missions. There's new high value targets, and there's a new incursion. So, and they are also fixing the loot tables. Hopefully. Yeah, uh, the way I saw that game, I saw this kind of like teetering off of interest, like coming way earlier than I think other people did. Because when I hit that max level, I saw the variety of activity that was provided for me to do. I said like, oh, this game is not fun at this level of the game. Nope. Yeah, this is this is really repetitive and boring, and after you get to a certain point, the upgrades that you're getting are completely insignificant. I said, okay, maybe this game might be better after like, couple of the more, you know, like, season pass, like, DLC comes out, and, you know, you'll have the game of the year edition, right? Maybe then it'll be worth playing. But at that point, I noticed that the honeymoon phase was over, and I said, okay, I'll get back to you eventually, if you show me something good. And then I was done with that game. Yeah. I, and from that perspective, I think I made the right choice with all this crap that's going on with that game now. I am officially sick and tired of this model mm-hmm. of when you finish the game, we're gonna do like this gear score shit. Like you put a cap on the level, and I get it; it's an MMO mentality. But yeah. let's be honest: Destiny and and the Division are not MMOs. They're not. So let's stop they, acting they like they. Yeah, them. let's stop acting like they are. They're loot games. You know, at least at least Bungie went and talked to the people who know how to do this shit. You know, namely Blizzard. 
This that's that's what you need to focus on. That should be your model. Not World of Warcraft, Diablo. Anyway, I hope it's good. Cuz I still like playing the Division. There's just no reason for me to play the Division right now. Here, yeah. Here's my thing is that I've already spent money on that season pass. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to continue playing the Division yeah. to at least do everything in the season pass. Yeah, I'm I'm very that is <sighs> That was I, the worst not, trigger I ever pulled. Don't yeah. buy season passes, people. The thing is, is that they kind of tricked you because me and Ken and Dave and Justin were having a fantastic time getting to level 30. Yeah. And when you hit level 30, that's when that game was like, they wait should for just, season pass stuff. Yeah. They should just continue to increase levels. Yeah. While Destiny was kind of the reverse. Destiny was... Getting to level twenty was kind of, but when you hit level twenty and you started doing raids and stuff, that's when it kind of picked up. So, you know, it's, I, I want that's, more. Actually, had decent PvP as well, if you remember. Well, I also I want I want to go back to what we were doing before we hit thirty. Yeah, that stuff was fun, and I'm hoping that this update this week kind of gives us a little bit of that. Because I like doing missions, I just don't like doing the same goddamn missions all the time. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dailies. Yeah, dailies are pissing yeah. me off. Anyway, so we talked. Did we talk about Batman last week? Had they announced no. Batman? No. No. So there's a new Batman remaster coming out. It's called Batman: Return to Arkham. Uh. It contains Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. Wasn't wasn't no. there Origins and stuff? Origins is not in this collection. <laughs> uh, uh, we don't know why it, We don't know if it's I mean it could be a number of things Could be WB saying You know that wasn't Rocksteady So that doesn't count or, no. Yeah You know yeah. It could be that Rocksteady said Hey we don't want that game in our collection Yeah I, I don't know I'm not going to speak to that Is Rocksteady working on this? Uh, no it's being ported by the guys who ported uh, Final Fantasy X and X-2 Okay um, They did a good job with X and X-2 But the yeah. most The most shocking thing about this remaster is it's being done in Unreal Engine 4. Okay. The original game was in Unreal Engine 3. Uh-huh. So they're actually doing work to it. Yeah. I wouldn't get too excited. Okay. Uh, it's... Again, this is me being a dick, though. Um, there is a comparison from the trailers, stuff that's all in engine. Yeah, i Based on it. the PC version. I think the old, the PC version looks better in Unreal Three. If you watch that trailer, it some ve- of it, it does. varies. It's about fifty yeah. fifty. Like some of it, some I mean, of it doesn't te- look as good. Textures look. I think textures look amazing. I uh, like things like his cape and those various bits and pieces. But I think face like the character models look terrible. Well, some of them. You you need to watch the whole trailer because like I did the Two Face looks better. The penguin looks worse. You know, it, it goes back and forth, and I don't get it. The one thing I do like about the remaster, though, it adds some fucking color. Yeah, yeah, I do like the... <laughs> they did touch up Joker's uh, costume from Arkham, and that looked, like, kind of brighter. It's like the, the purples were deeper and the yellows were richer, and it kind of looked nice. But, yeah. I don't know. I, it, the, I think the bigger question is, like... Do you want to play these games again? Well, it's got uh, the yes. best game in the series in it. Absolutely, yes. it's well, got the two best games in the series in it. Let's man, let's I, be honest about that. I uh, I don't know. Arkham City for me was the worst in the series. 
Oh no! Arkham I, City yeah. is the second best Arkham, for me. Arkham Knight was, I think. I, I think if I had to pin, if I had to pin one at the bottom, it'd be Knight, and I like Knight. I do. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. There was some good, good stuff in Arkham Knight. The fucking Batmobile can go die in a fire. Um, <laughs> Arkham City to me was just too fucking big for its own good. Arkham Asylum is a damn near perfect game. Arkham yeah, Asylum is still the best one mm-hmm. in the series by yeah, far. Without um, doubt. Origins is the most underappreciated. That game is pretty good. Luckily, uh, that's not getting a remaster. <laughs> yeah. Oddly. The uh, Origins was broken. Uh, it was. It was broken. As, and it also had out. multiplayer, if you remember. It did? Oh, yeah, 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 it, it did. did. Yeah. yeah, it had like the old school like Splinter Cell where yeah. some people played as Batman, some people played first person shooter. Trying to yeah. kill Batman. It was weird. It was back in that time, you know, when everybody's like, you gotta have multiplayer in your single player game. Hmm. But anyway. I got yeah. about halfway through Origins. I don't know if I want to play them again. Like, I've played through Asylum three times. Yeah, I've done it twice. And I've only played through City once, so I would be inclined to play City again. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm not interested in playing it again at this point. Arkham Knight is fairly fresh in my mind. Yeah, and that's that the game other play, problem. Yeah, the, the gameplay kind of... The gameplay is the same for all games. Yeah, right? they're identical. So, yeah, so... I mean, I, Origins I, I, was the only one that changed it up a little. Mm-hmm. And not much. So, I don't know. I mean, they're good games, yes. Will I play them again? Probably not. So. Uh, but I think that's it. All right. I think that's all the news headlines, unless I missed something. I, I don't even remember what happened. Good. 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 We got an email. Okay. It's from Irakara. Oh, boy. It's all about Minecraft. Mm. Oh, I watched his video. I Dude, I, you, I saw that response on Twitter. I can't see his tweet. That, that dude's shit's elaborate. I don't even know what you're talking about. I can't see his tweets. Why? I don't know, because I can't. It says his tweets are protected. So oh, I have so no you're... idea. Like, you just responded saying, holy crap, and I'm like, what? No. Oh. Because I can't see it. He sent us a video of his Minecraft world. Oh. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Holy connections, John. Connections. Sorry. You sound like garbage. Sorry. He says it's your car. I'm not one of the... Tr- I'm not... The one of trophies. Sounds like he's like a Game of Thrones character. I am the one of trophies! <laughs> uh, I've pretty much done everything there is to do in Minecraft PS4 edition. So I was bored and checked out the trophies for this title. Noticed I'd pretty much gotten them off. Huh. Uh, so I decided to go ahead and get a platinum trophy. Uh, so I'm proud to announce my first ever 100%. Uh, I think I did pretty well considering most of the trophies say they are very rare or ultra rare. Which game is this? Minecraft. Minecraft. Oh, okay, wow. Okay. Uh, anyhow, I'm quite surprised that the PC and console versions are not on par in terms of updates. Uh, from what I understand, PC and console editions are coded in different languages, correct? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. For, uh, for Minecraft, I'm not sure. Based on the engine, uh, the architecture of the Xbox One and PS4 are very similar to the one you use in PC, but it's not identical. Yeah. Uh, he said, so this will contribute to the console updates. However, I thought Mojang is a big team, especially now with the Microsoft money. Can't they just add a team and have groups working on each edition and have updates pushed out at the same time? I'm just um, really finding it annoying that the PC edition is getting updates so frequently. 
The problem with updates and consoles actually doesn't have to do much with the developers themselves. When they have the updates, they generally have the updates for all of the platforms. But the problem comes in where they have to get the verification and confirmation from the from the platform. That's there's like a there's like a due process in order to get your patches put out. The developers just don't have like an upload button. It's not like YouTube where you just press a button and it uploads to your server. That's not how it works. You have to make sure there's like a testing. There's like a lot of little steps. So it comes down to something like this, right? Let's say you have the patch ready, but it can go out right now on PC because that's like the, on, on like the developer's notice. However, on the consoles, they need to go through these steps, which is time-consuming. And oftentimes, when there's like a little error or something that's like not properly done, then it has to go into uh, service again. So do they hold the PC patch because of, uh, the console patches aren't ready to go out? No, they, they want to put out the PC patch first because that's uh, a, it's where most of their fan bases are, for Minecraft especially. So they want to get those updates out as soon as possible for their platform of choice. Plus, it's easier for them. And they don't want to hold back content because the console patches are slower because of this due process. So that's the problem with it. It's not, it's not so much that they're lacking manpower. It's the process in which and there's the, 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 cons, the time consumption in between. Well, there you go. Yeah. I think that's part of it, but I also think it's part of the fact that, like you said, their their mm-hmm. main platform is PC. Yeah, yeah. And and definitely. that's where the mods can be a little more open and, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and they've got to figure out how to make that work on a console. Minecraft is a very PC game. People forget that. Like, that is, like, one of the most PC-ass PC games. It's on every platform imaginable now, but, you know, yeah. it is a very PC-oriented game for sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's move to the Twitter, and I will ask this up front, because we had a tweet about Uncharted, and an Easter egg, if you want to call it an Easter egg. So I don't know if you want me to say it. I, I, I know what it is, I saw the... I think I, that's, that's everyone knows. Okay, well point. if you don't know what it is, skip ahead about three minutes. So Adam tweets in and says, how about that Crash Bandicoot scene in Uncharted? There's a Crash Bandicoot scene in Uncharted. You play Crash Bandicoot in Uncharted. Yes. Like the actual game? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite quite clever. Uh, he said, it would have blown my mind if my brother-in-law didn't tell me about it an hour beforehand. Well, you're continuing the cycle of spoiling it for Drew, so congratulations. Drew's never going to play <laughs> Uncharted 4. So yeah, matter. you're right. You're right. Pay it forward anyway. Yeah, well, I warned everybody. You did, I, you did, you I, did, I, someone on Twitter spoiled it for me, so I knew already. People on Twitter it. are just saying it like it's no big deal, and I'm like, dude, that's like, if I'd have known, I'd have been That would have been brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I'd have been pissed. Like, that's a cool thing. Like, can we not just have things anymore? No, yeah. thanks Noted to PlayStation Share. Yeah. The PlayStation Share will ruin your life. Don't go on that thing. Between the, the, the sex, the drugs, and, and the spoilers, I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Brock gave us a shout out. Said shout out to my favorite podcast. You make mundane tasks bearable. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. We were in a group of other podcasts in that one, but hey, <laughs> at least we were in a group. Yes, Damn right. Uh, this is my favorite tweet because it was retweeted by the official Banner Saga account. Oh. Sure. So Brock said, "There's a PSN flash sale going on right now. What have you guys picked up? I finally got the Banner Saga for five bucks. Fuck you, John." What? Oh, right, okay, yeah. And that was retweeted. That was retweeted by the Banner <laughs> Saga. <laughs> awesome. It, a reference, also, nobody. 
Nobody yeah. would get unless they listened to this. And it was retweeted by the official account of that game. That's the best part. That's right, John. Everyone so, knows. Yeah, everybody knows. Everyone knows. Uh, I think we kind of talked about that earlier. I I pretty much rattled off everything I bought. I didn't pick up anything. It wasn't a great sale. Uh, it's not as good as some of the other ones where they had those like PS3 classics for like a dollar or two or something. Yeah, like that. that's what I really that's wanted crazy. was some more yeah. of those. And I think the only ones on there were War of the Monsters, Bully, and Max Payne. PS2 classics, and I'm like, those are all available on PS4, and they were on sale last week. So I bought those versions that were cheaper. And, you know, I could play on a console that I actually still have hooked up. Uh, Mookie says, have you guys ever ate something for dinner that was just so good it gave you the best sleep after? Oh, God. Best sleep after eating something delicious, huh? It's always steak for me, man. Mm. When I have a really, really good steak, that is the best fucking sleep. It's so good. I don't normally monitor sleep with eating, so I couldn't say. Oh, man, you never had a food coma? Possibly, but I've never really paid much (laughs) attention to food comas. Oh, man, they're the best. Uh, I, I think for me, when it comes down to if I'm eating something really delicious for dinner, then I probably ate too much of it. Yeah. So I'm like stuffed up, I'm bloated, I'm not going to get a good night's rest at that point. Um, but I think uh, sometimes you have those like like small meals that you cook for yourself, you know? Mm. You, you got the ingredients at like the whatever sh- grocery store and you just kind of cook it up and it's just a satisfying, modest meal and then you just, you know, just pass it out for the night. I think those quite quiet, small, modest meals sometimes are the best to go to sleep on. Yeah. They're pretty good. I don't know. I, I like food in general, as you can see. As you can see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ashamed. <laughs> oh, never ashamed of loving food, man. It's oh. one, of the, one of the best things in the world. God damn, I, I love food. I don't usually miss my mouth, as you can tell. <laughs> uh, anyway... Um, next few tweets come from Dusk, and yes, it's that time of year, we will probably do an official show for it, uh, somebody's hot pocket is done, (laughs) fuck me, this mic is good, (laughs) um, it's E3 prediction time, um, probably looking to do that show maybe a week before the show, so you're not gonna do, you're not gonna do it on the Sunday, yeah, it'll be on the Sunday. Yeah, that's not that's like that starts on the Sunday technically, doesn't it? Man? Well, we do it the week before then. Okay. Uh, well, we can do it that day because come on, the, the predictions start that night, not that day. So we can still record and be wrong by the time we go live. That's fine, it's, John. Yeah, no, that's what I said. <laughs> well, well, the week before we could do it the day of. Hell yeah! But he wants he wants a little preliminary. He said E three prediction time and go. Uh, Crash Bandicoot VR, basically a reimagining of the first game. God, no, please, never. That's, that, that's my comment on it, though. No. Yeah, the, I don't think Crash Bandicoot would lend itself too well to VR. No. Personally. No. I can tell you that, yeah, I, playing Crash recently, that game did not play well. And I don't want to play it on VR. 
that that crash in first person Ugh. view sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, I don't want to do that. If you're gonna make a new crash, just like go the ratchet route, man. Just make a bigger, better version of what it was. I'm down with that. Yep. Uh, Shinmu HD coming soon. I'd be interested enough to check it out. I've never played them. Oh, man, you're so lucky. <laughs> I've never played them either. Oh, God, stay away. The The problem with Shenmue HD is that that's a logistic nightmare. Yeah. Because of the platforms that it releases and who has the publishing rights of this and that. So it's not easy, man. That's... That's like a hat trick if you want to pull that off. Like Shemu one and two in one collection for one platform at the same time. That's that's bonkers. I'd be really impressed they pull it off. I think it'd be good, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I just don't. I I think it's a waste of time and money. Just like I think Shenmue three is a waste of time and money. Oof. Ooh, man, you are you're hurting feelings, people. Uh, hurting people's feelings right now. Well, all 16 of them that bought the original can come after me. I don't care. <laughs> You're underestimating uh, the, the following. That no, I'm not underestimating the following. I think people follow it, and I think they think they liked it, but that game was not good. Well, I don't know. I, th- I thought it was plenty good for its time when I played it. I mean, it, it was certainly innovative. and Well, that's the difference. Ahead of is, its time. Well, that's the difference is it was, it was innovative in what it did. Uh-huh. It didn't make it fun. I like I played through both of those games, and I, fuck, the I fact that it's like you have to go through the motion of putting the quarter in the gumball machine, turning the knob, taking the thing out, opening it up, moving it around, like all of that, you had to do that. That's not fun. That's like one small like. No, no, that's most like that, that's most actions in that game. Remember when you had to make a phone call? Holy uh, shit. Well, this this was before like the whole QuickTime Adventure huge thing, so well, well, it was it was less frowned upon then. Well, it would be more frowned upon now. Well, I'm, I'm sure, or I would hope that uh, it has recognized the times have changed and it wouldn't go that far with the QTEs. Yeah, but we, we'd have to see. I'm I'm really curious, man. I haven't heard much about the uh, the Shamu the Kickstarter game, the what how much progress they made. I've seen some screenshots and stuff like that. It uh, seems interesting, but the fact that it's a story that began and was most likely never going to see an end. It's still now, probably and, not. And now, no, well, no, this is a trilogy. This no, be- it was a 42-part game, according to Yu <laughs> Suzuki back in the day. Well, the the idea with the, this, this character, Ryo, that has starred in the first two games, his story with it, the avenging his father is supposed to end in the third, third game. Wow. So... Whenever a story begins that doesn't end, and uh, I, I'm I'm always kind of I always feel a little sad about that because it's just, you know stories kind of feel like living creatures to me, and when it doesn't finish and when it doesn't kind of uh, show where it was headed all along, then you'll never see the true potential of what that story was to be. And now the fact that uh, now we'll be able to see it for what it is, whether it's good or bad, is irrelevant in that regard. Now that we see what it will become, that's that's good. I, I, I find that to be like a happy thing. Hey, I'm all for people enjoying Shinmu. Yeah. I just sometimes wonder if they actually remember playing that game. <laughs> Alright. I just... <laughs> anyway. Uh, I wish Sega would release a compilation game of their best Saturn and Dreamcast games like they did with the Genesis. That, 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 that would be awesome. 
Didn't they do that with a couple of Sega games, like the Crazy Taxi and some other stuff combined? And, like, they put them back out thing? as re-releases, but they didn't do like a collection. Mm. I mean, I could see like an awesome collection. And, and the problem with the Saturn and the Dreamcast is a lot of the best games from the Dreamcast were from Capcom. <laughs> so that's not really a Sega collection. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, we could get Jet Set Radio, we could get Sonic Adventure, but let's not ever play and, Sonic Adventure. And again. you know, those ha- those games have been remastered and resold again visually. Oh, yeah. So that's they're all on Xbox happen. Live Arcade, right? Uh, most of them, yeah. Yeah. And let's be fair, Sonic Adventure was cool in 1998. It was never cool again. That game is not good now. Sonic Generation is good, though. Sonic Generation is very good. Yes. That is a, that is a wonderful piece. If you have not bought that, that's the one you should buy. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, uh, of course, I think about the Saturn. I'm like, what are you going to get? Like a stall? Bug? Mr. Bones? Uh, I want a new copy of Panzer Dragoon. That'd be cool. Yeah, Panzer Dragoon reissue would be nice. Yeah. That was a... Which one was the one on the Xbox? Panzer Dragon Saga? Saga? Yeah. No, so- or Saga was the, the Saturn, right? Saga one, yeah. Uh, and then Orda. Orda, Orda was the... That's the one. Orda, Orda like, yeah. Saga is the actual RPG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Panzer Dragon Orda was the first game me I, I ever streamed. It was me and my buddies whenever <sighs> we used to do RQR. This is like in 2007 on Justin TV. That was the first game we ever streamed. You know, Orda yeah. is backwards compatible on the 360. I still own it. I've played it within the last year. We beat it in one sitting. It only it's took us about four hours. Still good. Like that, that Sega stuff on the Xbox was awesome. Um, Panzer Dragon Orda, Jet Carton Radio, um, Crazy Taxi 3. Like, that whole series was real good. Do you guys remember that game on the Xbox? Um, it, it, had, it had this guy with this crazy arm. It was like a first-person brawler. Yeah. Um, what was that game called? Breakdown. Breakdown, yeah. yeah. That game was crazy. Namco Bandai. Oh, God, yeah. I hated that game. I know. Did you? I love that game. I hated so, that game. It had cool it ideas. Was... It just wasn't executed very well. It was horrible. Once you understood the controls and like the whole... like. Blocking at the right time and pairing and stuff. It's got kind of crazy. That game, well, that game got too hard. And was it's what still it's backwards compatible too. Nice. So you can still play it up. on the 360. Like I, I, I'm so disappointed that backwards compatibility didn't go further on the Xbox because like I'll go through my collection and like the first Hunter the Reckoning is backwards compatible, but the second one is not. Yeah. Uh, like the first um, Suffering game. Is backwards compatible, but the second one is not. Yeah. You figure it'd be the other way around based on the release date. Yeah, it's weird and it sucks because, like, if you wanted to go back and play those, then I would have to dig out my old Xbox, which is not going to happen. Yeah, like that thing is buried in my closet somewhere. <laughs> not to mention, it's a pain in the ass to play the Xbox now since the Xbox Live was shut down on the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. So, like, you boot it up and it's like, oh, uh, you can't do this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can. You, you might throw out your back lifting the Xbox, so you don't want to do that. I don't know. The Xbox One, I think, might be heavier than the original Xbox. I don't know. Really? They're, they're both pretty heavy. Mm. I think the Xbox One is bigger than the original Xbox. God, the Xbox, big systems. Mm. Anyway, 
Final tweet. Uh, who is the better developer, NES Konami or NES Capcom? I say Capcom. I'm trying to think of the games I would put against each other. So Konami Mega Man I... versus Castlevania. Oh, oh god, god damn! I'd have to give the nod to Mega, Mega Man. Man. Yep. But then I think about all those Konami sports games and how good they were. Uh, I've, I've never been a big fan of sports games, but I do remember a lot of the Capcom stuff. Um, Bionic Arm stuff uh, was also Capcom. Capcom also made a lot of other games. On they made uh, all the yeah. Disney games too, like Chippendale, Ducktales. Was um, Ducktales? Uh, yeah, Ducktales was NES. Yeah, huh? Ducktales was NES. Yeah. Um, Both of them. There was two of them. Yeah. Um, what else did Konami? I'm I'm just trying to give Konami a fair shot here because I know Metal Gear. I know like uh, Contra. Contra was another one. Uh, Russian Attack. Uh, Gradius. Double Dragon or not double double dribble. Double dribble. Yeah. Um, did you guys like the Metal Gear when you guys played it on NES? No, I, I hated it. I did. I liked it. I hated uh, it. I played that in Jackal. Jackal! Jackal. Wait, Jackal and Mr. Hyde? No, Jackal. No, Jackal. Okay. Not Jekyll. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde might be one of the worst games ever made. Don't, yeah. Don't play that game. So Capcom also has Ghosts and Goblins. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Bionic okay. Commando. Was Bionic Commando on the original NES? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. I, I'm just trying to remember. I just I just love the the Mega Man games so much. Yeah, they, they made six of them on NES. Six of them crazy. on NES, and yeah. then seven was on Super Nintendo, and then Rockman and Forte, which was technically yeah. nine for the longest time, was Super Nintendo, and eight was on the PlayStation. But I mean, they they were both fantastic developers on the NES for sure. You couldn't have gone wrong with either. No. Yeah. A lot of splash screens as a child were Capcom and Konami. I uh, I don't know. It's, those were like the big ones. I'd have to go Capcom just because Mega Man. Yeah. Mega <sighs> Man, big part of my childhood. Mega Man was pretty big, but like I played the living shit out of Castlevania 1 and 3. I love Castlevania. I do. But Mega Man would top it every time. Yeah. Uh, I love Mega Man so much. Like that's that's the only reason I have hope held out for Mighty Number no. Nine. You know, I I have a I have a belief or I have a feeling that Mighty Number no. Nine is actually going to be pretty good. But the fact that it's been mired in so much controversy and this hype around this release dates getting delayed over and over again, it's going to hurt us so much. Like uh, the overall scores and people's perception of it are so low that it's going to. It's going to be almost doomed before it's even actually out. Well, it could if it's really good. It could work. That could work in its favor because look at Doom. Like people uh, were expecting that to be dog shit. Were they? Mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, thinking. Well, especially yeah, since were. they never showed the single player campaign outside of those streams at the end, and they mm-hmm. didn't send out review copies. People were expecting that thing to be dog shit. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, we'll, we'll see in the mere weeks. I know. Yep. It's crazy. Is it real? I, I tweeted that the other night. I was like, it's the apocalypse, right, if No Man's Sky and Mighty Number no. 9 make it out in June, right? Like, that's one of the first signs? Well, what, what's what's, what's going to happen when we get uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake coming out in the same oh year as Last Guardian? <laughs> God. That, that, I just assume I'll be dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Probably you know, some like, kind of coma. I'm just going to get me a bunker. Because the bomb's got to be dropping when those games come out, right? <laughs> Prelude to the end times, sure. Of course I felt the same way when I actually went and picked up my copy of Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, <laughs> you actually bought that game? Of course I did. I'm a huge Duke Nukem fan. And, you know, I, I'm not going to apologize for Duke Nukem Forever. It's not a good game. Mm-hmm. But... Come on, after waiting 15 years and all the trouble that thing went through, how could I not play it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I played it too, mostly because of the curiosity factor, but yeah, it seemed pretty evident that that game was not going to be that great. Yeah, and, and that's fine. Like, I get it. But, you know, I can I can still enjoy and be excited for games that are going to be bad if, you know. Like, even if well, Doom had been bad, I probably still would have been like, okay, I'm down. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't know it's bad until you play it yourself, right? I know. People look at review scores, and they go to, like, Metacritic, and they're like, it's la- less than 80, so this game must be shit, and they proceed not to play it, and then that that person is a dumb person. Well, how many but, times has that happened in the last couple of weeks? Like, people wanting IGN removed from Metacritic because they gave Doom a 7? Yeah, what is that about? Uh, I have no that clue. That was an Uncharted story with the um, Washington, Washington Post? Post. Yeah. Apparently, apparently that was a joke article. So I've heard. And then they gave, the, and they didn't actually give it a score. Metacritic just gave it a score, thinking. How? How? How does that work? How does Metacritic get a score out of nothing? Well, I don't know. Is it Metacritic or was it Open Critic? Because Open Critic will post reviews without scores. Yeah, they do. Um, but Metacritic will give something a score, even if the actual reviewer didn't give it a score. I've never seen that. I don't. Okay. I don't think I, so. Unless people, unless they're, it was just fanboys yelling about it. That, that, would, that was, would be the more logical answer. <laughs> that's true, yeah. but but I read a lot. I read a decent amount into it, and I was like, I don't know what the hell these people are talking about. You know, so I don't know. Yeah, I've well, been told, like specifically by the guy who runs Metacritic, that they do not run reviews that do not have scores. Scores, yeah, yeah, that's that's my that's my impression as well. Well, let's talk about the actual topic in question, right? When is it right for people's reviews to be taken out, taken down? When is it right and when is it wrong? Is there ever a time that's right? The only time it's right is if it's false, like if it's a falsification. Right. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, think... someone's opinion is their opinion. Yeah, if somebody doesn't... it's popular or not. You know, I don't care what somebody's opinion is. If they don't like it, that's fine. I can disagree with them, but that's their opinion. Yeah. And regardless of like, so there's been times where I didn't know this was in the game, and I, I put that in my review. Like I wish that it would have had this, and then somebody came back and said, "Well, it is in this game. It's in the menus or something like that." Well, I didn't see it, and that was my experience with it. You know, yeah, maybe they should have made that readily available. Or we something. went through that with Two Human, right? Yeah, Two Human never actually told you how to play that game. No, and if you didn't know how to play that game, it was a pretty terrible game. Yeah. <laughs> But as soon as you learn how to play it, you're like, hey, this is pretty good. So, I don't know. It's one of those things of, like, it's a person's opinion, and I don't think you should ever mm-hmm. take a review down. No. But then, if it's something completely false, then yeah. That's like the whole, it, you know, I don't defend them in any stature, because I think they're, most of them are miserable people who don't like video games. But the whole controversy over Doom and Polygon? Yeah. Like, I don't care if they suck at the game. I think it's funny. It is pretty. It's, it's you know, pretty. It's funny to look at and sad at the same time. But as far as I think, people are saying like, "Oh, you have to be so and so good at video games to be uh, able to review it." I don't think that way at all. Uh, no. As some, as someone that's pretty proficient in video games in general, 
I think of it as in such a way there's people of all manner of skills, right? Aptitude towards gaming and control interfaces and all that jazz. Why shouldn't their voice be held, you know? Like, I mean, of course, this is being the idea that they put in a certain amount of hour and, and had a decent amount of exposure to the game in order to actually have a say. But as long as that's checked out, it doesn't matter how good they are. No. Should a person that's never played a football game not be allowed to review the latest Madden game? No, no. that's nonsense, right? As long as you give, wants. yeah, as long as you give the perspective up front, and that's why I, I start a lot of my reviews talking about my history, what the genre or the game, so people know my experience and where I'm coming from. So if they know that I play every single Disgaea game up to that point, they'll know that you know I have a, I have experience and I have played a lot of different SRPG games to put my coin in. But if I don't play something like I also reviewed that game, um, Total War Attila, right? And the first thing I said is like, I don't know these games. I've never played any of these games before. I don't like these games. <laughs> but this is my opinion of this game that I played. And that's valid because I told everyone where I'm coming from. And I think that's something that's missing in a lot of reviewers when they talk about the games. They talk about it in a very factual manner without telling people the kind of experiences that they have in the genre or lack thereof. Yeah, I've had, I've had a real problem with that personally. Like when I first started doing this, I was very clinical. Right. I was I was never putting my personal opinion on it, you know, or, or experience. I was trying to give the reader what they would want to know about the game instead of what I found while playing the game. And I've gotten a lot better about that. But I, I mean, I think that's still important, Ken. Like letting people know about the various elements uh, of the game itself. But I think it has to coexist with your own personal experience and uh, opinion about set. It's a context and content. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, nobody's wrong. Yeah, it's. I think it's people are being really elitist with this stuff. It, it's ridiculous. Like, why do you care? You know, did you enjoy the game? Then why do you care what they said about it? People get really defensive, as, as, as we've already know. Um, it feels like there's couple of different ca- camps involved. People that are always uh, saying negative things about a lot of things for the sake of being negative. And there's always the kind of people that are always being positive about it. And then putting down people who are being negative for being negative all the time. They're, they're, you're not being a paragon either way. If you're being positive for the sake of being positive, that's not accomplishing anything. You're just trying to make yourself look good saying that things are better than that they are. You kind of trying to like fool yourself into believing that as well. And I don't think that's good. That's like that's not healthy. You're like fooling yourself. You're like actively trying to be delusional about things just to make yourself look better, just to make yourself out to be a more positive person. That's not helping anybody. <laughs> Some stuff just sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, you can't help it. And you just got to be honest about it. And if people don't agree with what you're saying, as long as you present your ideas clearly, and back them up with facts and the reasoning behind your ideas, then that's good. That's all you ever need to do. You just have to be able to justify the words that you're putting. You got to be able to justify the score that you put in a game, because those things are important, man. Like, if you if your number goes on Metacritic, if you if people see those cumulative numbers, they'll they'll decide just based on that. They shouldn't, but they do. So it's it's something that you have to be really responsible for and take it very seriously. It's a weird thing. It is. People put too much stock in a number. Yeah, yeah. If I 
if I could have my way, either I would make it so that every single website, every single publication uses the same barometer for score, meaning yeah. the exact same thing for everybody. It'd be the goddamn metric system of game review scores, and it would make sense. It would be concise, and everyone would know what a 7 means for a video game compared to what a 7 means. I mean, shit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you have no idea what that means. A 7 for us means something completely different to what an IGN or Polygon 7 is. So it doesn't make any sense. Either that or you go to just completely, uh, completely number-free. Those are the two systems that work. And we're somewhere sitting in between, and it's just a goddamn quagmire. It's never going to change. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 really, I really believe that one day it has to, but the way things are looking. And the, people just give so much stock to places like Polygon and the, a lot of the controversial things they do on purpose just for the PR sake that I, don't, I really don't think it's, it's going to change anytime soon. As long as the consumers stay ignorant of the process. Well, it's whatever whatever generates... Generates more clicks. And, uh, yeah. Generates the clicks and generates attention. Yeah. I mean, you can write a really good article right now, but it's not going to gain any traction unless it's about the hot topics of today. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's... It's <laughs> the way the internet works. Yeah. <sighs> Goddamn internet. Yeah, it makes me sad. I just, you know, I play the games. If they're good, they're good. If they're bad, they're bad. Who cares? Yep. I have fun. Anyway, that's it. Um, yeah. If you want to shoot us an email, you can send it to podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, John is at John WUK, Drew is at DML Fury, and Jay is at Bottomside Jay. And Drew, you've got to change your goddamn Skype picture. Hey, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's it, creeping me out a little it bit. It is freaking me out. I keep that window closed all the time <laughs> because of that. Uh, you can follow me on the site at ZTGD and also check out Phoenix Down. They just finished up Amalur. Amalur Reckoning. Yep. And moving on to Trails of Cold Steel. Yep. Well, play along with uh, Drew and the Phoenix Down team. That game's fantastic. I botched my, uh, I botched my word on that one. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna send us an email and give us some insight on the Legend of Hero series because I know nothing about them. I shall before your next uh, before the show go, uh, show goes out. I'll cool. Yeah. So uh, you can follow them on Twitter at ZTGD Phoenix Down. And I think that's it, uh, Jay. You've got twenty six hours, twenty seven hours. There's actually a website dedicated to that exact. Uh, didn't I send uh, that to you the other day? Is OverwatchOutYet.org? I think is what it is. I think, I think it's called OnlyWatch. <laughs> okay, you can only watch the game. Great. So now there's there's more than one website dedicated to the countdown of your game. There's there's multiple, and uh, the community for that game is bonkers, man. The game's not out yet. There's like fan art popping out everywhere. There's actually one video in particular that was funny, where there's an entire team playing Counter Strike Go. And they're all named after Overwatch characters. Oh, they're all like using the various weapons assigned to that character and doing the same kind of things. Uh, yeah, the people are crazy right now. Hey, Blizzard is doing a crazy job at advertising. Have you seen the news stories about the giant, like fifteen foot <laughs> action yeah, figures? Yeah, yep. uh, awesome. Like props to Blizzard. They're they're putting the money behind this. Yeah. Well, I t- uh, is everyone getting on PS4? No. I'm getting on PC. No. John, no. God damn it. Nobody plays. You have a, you have a decent PC. You should have got it on PC. 
No, I have got a decent PC. Apparently, even if you don't, that thing runs on Ultron like a dream on most mid mid PCs. So it but... runs on Drew's PC and his PC's yep. old, man. His yep. PC's like fucking the Abe Vigoda of PCs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who died recently, by the way? PC <laughs> uh... Boys guy. Yeah, the yeah. the other the guy that you didn't know from the Beastie Boys. That's two of them, man. I don't even. How many were there? Well, there was three, but he was in the original band. He played guitar in the original band. He wasn't around when they got super popular. Wait, wait, um, wait. All right. So, how did we get the Beastie Boys? You said who died recently? No, I said he died recently. I like, thought you said who a, died recently. A Vigoda died like a couple months ago. Oh, I thought you said who died as well. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, Ava Goda. I said, yeah, who died recently? Oh, well, see, you, oh. you phrased it in the form of a question, Trebek. You're, well, you're confusing us, Drew. Thanks a lot. Jeez. Well, Way to make us it. look stupid. Suck it, Trebek. <laughs> suck it, Trebek. Ava <laughs> Goda. I just remember him in uh, Look Who's Talking. I remember him from probably the worst movie ever, which is uh, Jury Duty. He played the judge. And I actually played it for a Phoenix Down. There's a clip where um, they're talking about the, one of the um, jur- not jurors, but the, one of the guys doing the testimony. Uh, they're saying a uh, yeah, penis envy is what he kept saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, God, what's his name? Polly Shore. He's like, I'm sorry, what kind of envy was it? He said penis. Tr- do it one more time, penis. And then they go to goes penis, penis, penis. <laughs> And so I kept playing that over and over again. I actually put it at the end of a Phoenix Down whenever we did, um, oh, God, Amnesia, The Dark Descent, because there's so many fucking penises in that game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why I know Abe Vigoda. All right. I just remember him saying Gutenberg in the movies. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we also forgot to mention Gargos is out this week. For Killer Instinct. Oh. Yeah. Hadn't played that game in a while. Yeah, I kind of fell off because I got busy. Me too. But anyway, that's it. That's the show. Uh, Tune in next week, and uh, I'm sure the people will be playing Overwatch. Overwatch? (laughs) Yeah, I'll be playing that. That's a game. Anyway, we're out. Fuck it. Epic fail.